says in first corinthians in a race everybody runs but only one wins first prize so run your race in such a way as to win great leadership belief accountability heart genuine love and appreciation for one another with great chemistry i believe it was george washington carver who said when you do the common things in life in an uncommon way you will command the attention of the world. It's not the big things, it's the little things. We're gonna do the common things in an uncommon way, and when we do that, we will command the attention of the world. Life is truly about how we live between the moments. That's really what it comes down to. It's all about how we live between the moment. It's just doing the little things in a great way. It's the daily focus and purpose and commitment and attitude that you choose to embrace every single day between those moments. That's what we're all gonna be defined by. To take those core values, take them with you. Continue to do the common things in your life in an uncommon way. Continue to be all in. Continue to apply best is the standard in everything you do. Be a person of excellence in everything you do as a worker, as a husband, as a father, everything that you choose to do, put your heart into it. When you put your heart into something, you can make up that little extra, that little extra, because you go a little bit above and beyond. So my prayer is that you guys will take this with you. And most of all, that you keep that windshield mentality, because no matter what's behind us, good or bad in the rearview mirror, it's always about what's next, and the best truly is yet to come. Thunder, feel the thunder. Lightning and the thunder, 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 feel the thunder. Lightning and the thunder, 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 feel the thunder. Eight minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba show, kickoff hours live. Thank you for coming on in another day and a busy one on top of that. 866, we'd be big, our number. We could do some on-screen phone calls this hour, uh, so be standing by for that. You help produce this hour. Also, don't forget, Will and me could spend it any time. Bible study live today at noon central, uh, so uh, make sure that you are... You know, setting up your notifications to get the alerts on uh, different things the show's providing. You can get all the information at rickandbubba.com. Spell out and. Well, let's bring them in. We got Eddie Van Adler and to my right, Greg Burgess and Michael Hale. What's up, boys? How are y'all? Y'all good? You. New day. It's yeah, good. Yep, yep, yep. A new yep. day. New day. It's uh, it's churning right along, isn't it? Yeah, hopefully I'll get huh? things crossed off that list that I today. Didn't yesterday, but we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. Hey, parenting, that's fun. Big mistake on my part. <laughs> you know how when you try to look for somebody else to blame it on? Yeah. Couldn't find anybody. <laughs> <laughs> hey, a lot happening. A lot, yeah. of, moving, lot of moving parts. It was. You, know, you get one part, one little piece out of place, and it just all crumbles. <sighs> yeah. You know? mm. um, hey, where's Daddy? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we, uh, we'll have uh, some, some Hamsey parenting uh, world uh, discussion today as uh, – Maybe, you know, I know you, you've got a list of things and, and a little pad that you write everything down on. Maybe yeah. you need to start writing that on. That was a on it, you know? ultimate fail. It was. It was. May you don't some, want that call. May run some laps today. <laughs> Punish myself. Teach yourself. <laughs> uh, a couple of things to know today. I just went over a few of them. 
Uh, it looks like um, from uh, the uh, five things to know today, uh, it looks mm-hmm. like uh, Hall of Famer Hank Aaron is going to be buried today in Atlanta. Um, and uh, that's, you know, been a big story here uh, recently because now everybody's uh, there's rumors that the Atlanta Braves are changing their names, uh, going to change their name to what is it? The, the Atlanta Hammers. Hammers. Yeah. Uh, that'd be interesting. But um, he'll be uh, laid to rest today. Uh, and uh, it'll be um, it'll be there in Atlanta at the historic Southview Cemetery, uh, the city's oldest black cemetery, where uh, um, others are buried there, like John Lewis, um, Julian Bond, and Martin Luther King Jr. So that'll happen today. It uh, looks to be a private funeral, um, but Hank, uh, Hank Ann Aaron uh, laid to rest today in Atlanta. Um, also, some different news hopping in around uh, the uh, the old U.S. of A. today. Um, we got what? What's up with these different variants of of COVID nineteen? We got the the Brazilian variant. We got the UK variant. Uh, what's up with all that? Now, I, you know, you think, uh, hey, uh, I've had COVID nineteen. Now I don't know which one I had, and right. and I'm like, okay, does that mean that that I've got the antibodies to fight the other ones too? Or, or if I if I have the vac, let's say I'm a vaccine person. Yeah. Okay. Is that is it going to protect me against those? Are you good? Those or is it different? I don't know. I need to know if we're good. It's just a spinning wheel of COVID, you know? Yes. You think you got it handled, and then here comes this other stuff. Had someone tell me yesterday, because of the, the variants, uh-huh. tell me yesterday, which I respect this guy a ton, he said that he fully expects us to all be shut down again in March for 30 days. Good night. Because of the, because it, you said it, it's in, what, 25 states now? Yeah. The, well, uh, two weeks UK, ago, we were talking about this, and it was in one place. Now yeah. it's in 25 states. Yeah, UK variant has now spread to 25 states. Now, if I, I was listening, bring it in, Adam. I was listening to a podcast yesterday, and I'm worried about this variant thing too. Yeah, like antibodies cover us, vaccine cover us. But from what I understand, the antibodies and the vaccine do cover these variants. It's just the contagious, the level of of how contagious it is. Yeah. Okay, that's the variant factor, and these variants are more contagious. Thus, making them, you know, they spread easier yeah. and they making them more deadly. That's yeah. my understanding. Well, the I mean, other one, I, I hey, the other one was similar. pretty. It's pretty contagious. Yeah, right. it is. But, yeah. but the first thing they said about the UK one is how contagious. Wow. It was. I heard a guy again. I can't remember what I was listening to, and he was talking about, yeah, you're gonna have variants and do this. But if you get established and get people vaccinated, he said we can adjust, and it's not that big a deal mm-hmm. to adjust. You may have to get another booster. Hey, you know, just you know, like the flu, when they guess one right. or the other. Yeah. He said that you know it's not unstoppable mm-hmm. you know but we need to get everybody or many people we can't vaccinate and then you adjust <clears throat> as they as they come well so, and, and to the vaccine and to all of your points let me just speak to my state real quick hey get your act together alabama yeah this is ridiculous the way y'all are trying to attack this it is you got people out there that are starved for the vaccine and they can't get it and they're of age and you're complaining about some technical glitch, first of all, take responsibility. Don't give me that lame excuse, okay? How, how come we're 50th on the list about how we're – and I, look, I got parents that can't, can't get it, can't find it. Hey, they're registered at four places in Georgia to get it. They got to drive two hours, but you can't get it in their own state five minutes from their house. It's sad. It's ridiculous. Get your act together. Yeah, I know that Greg's parents have had their first shot waiting on the second, and then mine – to kind of like yours i mean they were calling around my dad's called so many i mean so many times finally got somebody said that uh they're on a list but um and they'll just be called don't know when yeah. uh what day nothing 
uh, just, hey, we'll call you and then tell you where to go. Uh, But um, dead last, the last report, Alabama's dead last on vaccine. um, And look, I'm not going to be and all that. I'm not going to be the way the left is because I realize that you know it's, you got this is a big thing that you're trying to go in. Sure. But you, if you're going to step out though, Joe Biden and say I'm going to get a uh, hundred million shots in the first hundred days, mm-hmm. you're not getting off to a good start. No, that's not possible. Probably you know when you said yeah. it, but you did <laughs> say it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to be unreasonable to think that just because you said that day one we're supposed to had. Uh, what well, you said that though, mm-hmm. but. Uh, a million a day for the first 100 days where you you got some catching up to do, I yeah. think. Uh-huh. So what about that? Yeah. Because you were talking about how bad it was handled to this point, and you had the answer, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I got the answer. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like on the federal level, like they, they, have, they have organized the send-out, but the problem is is the breakdown in the, each state yeah. and, and the, on the local level on how to get it done. It just seems like that's where the breakdown is. I, I don't know. And when Biden says 100 million shots, he's literally saying – Initially said a, a million a, a day, a hundred, a hundred million in the first hundred days vaccinated. That's mm-hmm. what he initially said, yeah. mm-hmm. and now he's doubling or, or he's walking whatever it's it called, walking it back yeah. and saying, no, 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 I was talking about a hundred million shots because you have to get two shots to get vaccinated. Right. Yeah, so that his whole number, <laughs> it, he's like, I'm going to get a hundred million vaccinated in the first hundred days, and then he changes yeah. it to, oh no, no, I was talking about a hundred million shots. Those people won't actually even be fully vaccinated, mm-hmm. and when you look at the number of the day of his inauguration we were doing a million shots a day already we're doing like 1.1 million already the day of his inauguration so for him to come in and act like he had this whole plan and, and trump wasn't doing anything and again i'm not a trumper guy but this is this is bogus man. yeah it's bogus it's yeah. politics but and again i heard a doctor they were interviewing the other day if we can get these other two approved and you got four then it's going to really pick up yeah that are available he said that's another thing we've only got the two it's slower you get we have four which they're on the verge of having he said you're gonna see the numbers get a lot better well i think we're seeing a case of you know hey the blame game and then now it's oh i'm i'm responsible it's a little oh wow so it's a little harder than i was somebody playing a little politics i can't believe what's up with that rick and bubba rick and bubba Twenty-one minutes past the hour. It's the kickoff hour here on the old Rick and Bubba show. I'm feeling a change. Will and me could spend it any time today. Out. It's on the schedule. You never know. Also, don't forget. Speaking of on the schedule, we got Bible study live today, noon central, with Rick Burgess. Uh, make appointment for that. Uh, so the um, baseball Hall of Fame. Uh, did not vote anybody in. You know, you have to get a certain amount. You have to get uh, 75% of the vote. Uh, and in this year's ballot, Kurt Schilling got 71.1%. He was 16 votes short of getting getting in. I think he's already issued a letter that he wants to be – he's got one more year. Hey, take me off. Take yeah. me I don't want to be on uh, as far as names considered next year. Yeah. Uh, Barry Bonds, 61.8%, and Roger Clemens, 61.6%. Uh, no one voted in. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I think, let's see, we've uh, we've been electing players, Baseball Hall of Fame, Museum, at record pace uh, these past seven years. But I don't know. It says, I think maybe it was 2013. Okay. I'm not sure. But it says the past seven years with 22 players voted into the Hall of Fame, 
the procedure's working just fine, but uh, no one received the 75% vote requirement uh, with uh, oh. Kurt being uh, the highest one receiving votes, but he was still 16 short. And it helped me if I'm, I'm. I think he actually asked to to be removed from next year's ballot. That's what I was yeah, saying. Yeah. yeah, he wrote a letter so, saying that. Yeah. So what is he just mad? Is he frustrated? Yeah. Says, I, will yeah. not, I will not participate in the final year of voting. I am requesting to be removed from the ballot. I'll defer to the veterans committee and men whose opinions actually matter. And you are in a position to actually judge a player. Yeah. I don't think I'm a hall of famer. As I've often stated, but if former players think I am, then I'll accept it. Yeah. I agree 100% with his comment. Uh, 2013 is the year, Greg, um, that nobody was elected into the uh, to the Hall of Fame, but six players that were on that ballot eventually got in. Okay. Um, so, uh, you know, and, and help me on this real quick. All right, Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens. Yeah. The allegation that they used uh, is there, but it was never proven, Correct. I mean, in other words, there's never uh, been a, a, a boy, proof. It's never been got, proven, but the it. allegation was there. I know and Barry Bonds. Unlike Bo- McGuire, they've never come. He came clean on his own, right? McGuire. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think there's some pretty hard evidence against all of them that there were some PEDs involved um, for sure. Don't know to what extent all of them have, have that you know, label. And that's to your point. That's why they're not getting the seventy-five percent vote. I think they ought to be in. That's just my opinion. Well, here's the way I look at, especially those two. Yeah, those two guys there. What it did, it basically extended their career. Yeah, but Mm -hmm. they were Hall of Famers before their prime was up. Yeah, don't you agree? Yeah, Mm -hmm. I do. You know, they've got they probably played longer than they normally would have and been productive longer than they would have. But they were. You take that era out, and and let's say they quit playing then, they're still Hall of Famers. Yeah, um, their numbers. So if they don't get in next year, they're likely out um, forever. Uh, Bonds and Clemens. So I mean, the, the, just the ties to the PEDs. I know Alex Rodriguez is uh, a Rod's <laughs> available next year. You know, some of these guys, you just wonder. Uh, I don't know he if watched, it's going to stay with them, and they're never going to get in. To your point on a Rod, I think he has done a ton over the last couple of years mm-hmm. to give back through. Now, I know he's making a lot of money, but to give back through commentating, and he does a phenomenal job. And I think that is going to win the hearts of some of these writers that that are True, in it day of in and day out. Just being out of it and silent, and I'm I'm denying this. Exactly. I'm denying that. I think a yeah. Rod, he you'll probably see him get in, and that's why I don't like the inconsistency. Don't do it off based off personality and and what we do after baseball. Um, but did, do it but, off the performance on the field. And you know, but Kurt Schilling, you know, he was he was commentating as well he was he yeah. was doing but what what it was he because of his his uh <laughs> he said his, politi- his, yeah, his yeah. political he's, he's, views he's extreme yeah. he's, he's conservative yeah he's made some remarks that you know again are deemed horrible he was getting immigration censored when it wasn't like even that. popular exactly yeah. yeah and that's what probably why he's not been voted in yeah right no you're right and didn't he it, do that video game too didn't he have a no, video he game yeah, company he lost he invested mm-hmm. had nothing to do with censorship but Lost a ton of his money, yeah, he got in a bind. He he yeah. invested in somebody of his that started up some video game thing, and it tanked. But it's almost like Mariano Rivera got a pass. He's a huge Trump supporter, and he got unanimous votes yeah. to get in. So I, you just I don't know, but but Schilling's been involved. What I mean, I'm not saying he deserved it, but he's been attacked for statements about yeah. immigration. I yep. think, and he'd send a tweet out or something like that. Cancel culture got him. They did for sure. They did. Yeah. So this That's summer, um, yeah. they're still going to be uh, able to celebrate some careers like Derek Jeter uh, and others uh, who were elected uh, a year ago but never inducted because of the pandemic. Uh, uh, so 
Uh, they're, they're still trying to make all that work out, but there'll still be a little bit of a celebration. Uh, but the big news uh, today is just that no one was voted in, and those big names, and those are household names, those big names still can't get in. So we'll see. And I think Bonds, uh, what hurts him too is he wasn't very likable. He wasn't. And that's, mm-hmm. that goes back to what I was talking about, personality. So these guys, um, you know, Kurt, you- Sch- Kurt Schilling and it is – take the PEDs aside, he didn't have any issues with that. You want to talk about whether he deserved it on the field or not. I think he does. He claims he don't. I, I, well, and he's doing the right thing. Know. You know, he's doing the right thing in saying that. Um, but he said I think he former does. players think he does. If, you, if you look at his numbers, yes. got 71% of the vote. People said, yes, he, he deserves it. I think he deserves it just I based off comparing him to others that, that have played it, it yeah. and are in it. Um if you want to take Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens and put them over here on the this side and go PEDs will never vote you in, I don't like that, but I respect that and understand that. The Kurt Schilling thing is political, and That's I do not that. like that at yeah. all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That bothers me. If we're, so we're getting to a point where this cancel culture is affecting the Baseball Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. Let me ask you, do you all agree with those names? Those are some big names, right? Yeah, I know controversial. Yeah. Bonds, Clemens, yeah. Schilling. That's a weak incoming class field uh, of of people to vote on. Do you do you think that's weak? I do. Um, I, I mean, I, well, I don't kind of take Bonds and Clemens and Schilling out. Mm-hmm. Then I do think it's weak. Yeah. Um, and and the reason, I mean, I, again, we're lumping these guys. Th- I, I think if you put some of these other guys, if PEDs doesn't happen, some of these guys are not even on the list. But Bill, like Billy Wagner, Gary yeah. Sheffield, uh, Jeff Kent, others, I mean, uh, you know, they'll eventually get in, but they're considered as well. Yeah. Uh, so um, you just got to wonder. Now, this, this is not the first time, as we've talked about. Last time was 2013. No one got in. And six of the people that didn't get in that year that, that uh, didn't get the 75% required uh, did eventually get in. So, but, but, but to, but for Kurt, he's like, just take me out. Yeah. I know I'm close. I was 16 votes shy, but I'm out. I don't want to get in. And I do wonder, the people that voted against him or didn't vote for him, is it political? Right. Yeah. Because you can't look at his numbers for people that have gone in in the past and make that argument and it be valid. And he you has can't. nothing else, like you said. No no cheating, yeah. none of that. And do nothing. all these huge names, huge names with PED ties ever get in? I don't think so. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-five minutes until top of the hour. It's the Rick and Bubba Show. Somebody somewhere in the heat of the night. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six We Be Big is our number. So uh, we just uh, are wrapping up some Major League Baseball talk, uh, where no one got the votes required to uh, be inducted into the Hall of Fame this year. A little bit of Kirk Schilling controversy there. Yeah. Uh, I love the quote, Greg, that you read. Uh, in the break about yeah. the people that he's lumped in with yeah. just because of his political yeah. views. He's never cheated, uh, you know, PED or 
assaulted people. And been abusive this. to yeah. women. Yeah. You know, never been uh, accused of anything like that, yeah. but yet you're lumping me in that discussion yeah. just because of my political views. That's true. Yeah. And right now, I know we're one week away from the Super Bowl or a little over a week from the Super Bowl, but pitchers and catchers mm-hmm. will be reporting, if they haven't already, mm-hmm. in the next few weeks to spring training, which... From what I understand, they're going to actually have fans in the stands, yeah. and and so we may be getting. And we need a little more sports because we're in that. For me, we're in that lump where it's college basketball, and look, the fans not being there is killing me too. That's mm-hmm. that's hard. That's a hard watch. It okay? is. Yeah. So looking forward. Really to, hear the basketball bouncing. I know. Yeah. Looking forward to, to squeaking, baseball yeah. starting. Um, hopefully they can keep because it going I, because you have been. Uh, documented in history where everybody says this is a law you say it's actually kind of exciting time because you have a lot going on you got baseball about to start you got the masters the is going to turn around and happen in a couple months right you got uh the australian um, open if you you're got a tennis all that. fan yeah, of course so. everybody's got covid there i think sure yeah everybody uh, i see i see some players just going i'm out y'all's <laughs> no. y'all's covid guidelines are too much for me yeah, i am gone sure <laughs> sure i'm taking it to the house see yeah. ya Speaking of uh, taking it to the house, uh, you forgot to take one of your kids to the house, right? Bad day yesterday <laughs> for me. Um, so the day was going so well, too. Had a great morning with you guys here and had a, some, a lunch with some buddies. And um, we got home. I, I got my Wi-Fi extenders in uh, that I'm going to install. And so everything's just going great. You know, uh, Tuesdays are Maddie's horse lesson. I love how you throw Wi-Fi extenders in there. Well, it was, just, it was part of it. I, I was going to try to unbox them and kind of get them placed and then and then get them set up when mm-hmm. I got home. That was kind of the plan. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, I'm unboxing the Wi-Fi extenders. I've, I've gone and gotten Maddie. Wi-Fi extenders. And I've got her snacks. She wants some strawberries. So I've cut her up with some strawberries. And uh-huh. She's got some goldfish. and Apple for the um, horse. <laughs> and so <laughs> she's getting ready. And, and uh, we're, we're, we're five minutes, ten minutes from leaving. Okay, headed your way because you live out there. Mm-hmm. And my phone starts ringing. And I answer it, and this is what I hear. Check your text messages. Check your text messages. So wh- Hang up. And I so, thought, that's weird. That's coming from it, Caroline's your number. Name, is your name Jonathan? My 13-year-old. Oh, okay. Yeah, my 13-year-old daughter. I thought, that why? So I, that's all she said. Oh, so, so it was her. It was her calling me. So I looked at my text messages, and I see... Are you not coming to get us? Mm. Question mark. Uh oh. So I call her back. Uh oh. And she goes, and I promise this is what she did. Check your text messages. She Check couldn't just tell you? She could. Well, she, she's not supposed to be on her phone. God. Okay. Well, yeah. at all. And That's so, right. but, but hey, hey, dad's I, normally picked us up by now. We're usually getting ready for tennis at this point, yeah. and nobody's got us, right. and it's one of her friends, too. Mm-hmm. Is that one of them things you go, I feel like I'm supposed to do something. Yeah, well, I just well, can't put my foot I, I can't believe I got the so, afternoon some, I'm forgetting something. <laughs> so then I go panic mode. Um, Amanda is nearly home. Did you check your text message? <laughs> yeah. Did you so, put so your Amanda, extenders down? Amanda is on her way to get Braden, hmm. and I said, hey, why don't – why?" Do, I said, I, I've obviously completed – I thought – this is what I thought, okay? Hmm. The girl that also rides home that I take her home to, I thought her mom was picking up mm-hmm. based off a message I got from Amanda. And look, I went back and read the message. It clearly didn't say that. Right. This is on him. This is this is on me. On okay. Mm-hmm. Mm, and so Amanda, of, of course, Amanda calls me and she's like, hey, why did you not go get the girls? And I'm like, hey, I completely forgot. I hmm. thought the message said that her mom was taking care of that. And all I had to do was take Maddie to horse lessons. Mm-hmm. 
So now I throw everybody's schedule. In I the, bet. In the thing Everybody goes into panic mode. Because I'm the only one at this point that can go get Caroline. Okay. Okay. Amanda comes and gets Maddie, takes her to her horse lesson. Okay. I have to text one of Braden's buddies and one of Braden's buddies' moms and say, can y'all get Braden? Oh. Okay. Mess their day up. Yes. And so then. You know they thought they had the day. (laughs) And and so Braden and Caroline both have tennis at 4 o'clock. And the girl that I'm supposed to be picking up too has tennis at 4 o'clock. Oh, wow. And it's about 20, 25 minutes away depending on traffic. Hmm. So I'm rushing to get them, and I, I get them, and of course they're the last ones there. Um, matter of fact, the the teacher they had never been there this long, and the teacher goes, "Hey, y'all don't have to wait for your number to be called. Y'all can just go on outside." In other words, we're done with carpool today. Y'all yeah. just go outside. Mm-hmm. Too bad. Yeah. yeah, let's not forget those people. Exactly yeah, sitting around exactly. waiting for all the parents yeah. to get there. That. Yeah, we're going to go. And home. so I just I picked them up, and I said, "Hey, listen, <clears throat> completely on me. Don't know why I dropped the ball. I I mean." I, I'm gonna get y'all. Hopefully, get y'all on tennis on time. And but it has bothered me because I, that's not me. I'm mm-hmm. always the guy that's on top of things. Well, anytime you forget your kid, I anywhere, that's tough. Drop the ball. Yeah. Of course, I'm apologize. Hey, girls, I am so sorry. This, I mean, I hate y'all had to wait and y'all were confused and didn't know who was picking you up. Mm-hmm. And Caroline, you're calling me, whispering in the phone, and I don't know. So, the so helpers are looking at them like them. Yeah, look, I, I when, when I when I was carpool guy for my kids for so many years it's a tough well i mean that's happened i've pulled up and there's no cars in line i didn't forget i was just late and then you pull up and the teacher that that is out there which hates 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 that duty she she looks at you like hold on he's already gone back in he was about to call you you know, and you're like, you feel like a loser. I know. You're like, gosh. Well, and then, they're see, like, thanks. Yeah, this thanks, is, this buddy. Is I the... want to go home. I got things to do. <laughs> I'm out here waiting on you. The teaching opportunity to the to all the kids were, see, when you when you're a, when you're an idiot like I've been today, <laughs> and you make this kind of stupid decision. Mm-hmm. Oh, you use idiot impacts, and stupid. Yes, it oh. impacts a lot of people. A lot mm-hmm. of people. Yeah. So, for instance, you know, I know I've I know it. It looks like it's just impacted y'all, you mm-hmm. two, because y'all were left at school. Mm-hmm. I get that. But it's impacted mommy. It's impacted Braden. It's impacted Braden. Who brought Braden home? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's also impacted the other two people that I've got to pick up for tennis that are not don't even know this is going on because now they're going to be late. Have you punished yourself? And I haven't yet. I'm th- I've been thinking about it. I, 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 I have a suggestion. Okay. Um, have you put the Wi-Fi extenders up? I did. I, I did get to See, that. See, that's later how you on. should have punished yourself. You should have. You well, should have said, you know what? I'm going to wait a day before I put these up because I was excited. But here's about the it, thing, like a little kid. Here's the thing: the Wi-Fi extenders this is where he No, no, they're for, for everybody. The, they're else. for the kids. Yeah, they're the ones that's I been it. complaining about it. So I felt like I needed to get them up. Okay. And I and Let's so that here. they. Really I, mean, forgot that. I think you take one day off from whatever show you're 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 binging. I don't know what it not is. Not binging anything right now. Or you can't watch no. Netflix for one you gotta, day. You got to. We shave. can't. I canceled I that again. You got to stop. Wait a minute. I did. You got to shave Helms your beard in. into a monkey tail. Now that would be punishment. Did you just hear what he said? Oh, I see. I don't even. Pay he comes in and he's on fire, and then all of a sudden I canceled it. I bet you that Crowd's you are a nightmare. I told you it would. Yeah. <laughs> you are. <laughs> The told you need you need about five episodes. Yeah. Everybody bragged on it. I, I know. Thought, you you almost bailed. She's rolling now. Yeah, I got the storyline all lined up. It's well, confusing who all's who. For and a while. it takes about five episodes for you to start really liking the characters. Yeah, yeah. Now, and the bad thing, and I've told you, I've warned you this, is I think it's season three where the characters completely change. So you're gonna have to go through that process again. 
Yeah, with, because it's just like on. But a, you'll like them even. I think you'll like them even. One of them you'll like even better. Well, you're saying they're at a different age in life. Yes. It's just like on Yellowstone when they think back mm-hmm. and the guy from Sweet Home Alabama is Kevin Costner. <laughs> yes, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> Same type thing. Now, yeah. why, why, what made you dive in? Because I I have been there and I've almost I've I, almost hit that button Hems, a number of times and I haven't done it. Helms and Rick. It's a good. First of all, it's a good clean watch. It was a good. I love history. I do too. I, and so going back and and you think now, about it's, Queen it's Elizabeth. Slow roll. You got to get it you is. Get a roll. You think about her life and and I kind of touched on this when my grandmother passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, these people that are in their nineties now, think about what all they've seen. Oh yeah. yeah and so right. they basically take her from the time. I guess she was late twenties, early thirties when she took over the crown, and so everything that she has seen behind the scenes, and you get a good still glimpse there, of the monarchy. She mm-hmm. is still there. She is. Didn't one of her spokesmen come out and say something that, that about this? That Yeah, they're saying that they're that a lot of this, which I'm sure they're making it better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're saying that these, I guess, a lot of the, the fairs and people mm-hmm. doing their people yeah. over bad, a lot of that's made up. Yeah, yeah. Well, but you, what do you think? What, what, I was going to say. Right. Hey, those, <laughs> are, hey, those affairs, right. they're made up. <laughs> You'll see in this how they – Sister's wild. Hey, she she's ain't happy with her right now. That's where I'm at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sister's mad. Look at me. Yeah. Promised her something. Are you watching that with Lisa? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a good. It's a, it'd be good for you and Terry. You know, it's but a good that, watch. That, it's it's tough when you, when you you watch with your spouse. Yeah. Because now you're on their schedule. She'll too. go off and leave you on. Yeah. This. Oh, she'll leave me, but yeah. if I leave her, I know. Are I know. you kidding? Lisa does that like movies. I'll yeah. see a movie this Sunday and go, well, that's something that Lisa would like. We can watch it together. Mm-hmm. I'll say, hey, you want to watch? Oh, I've already watched that. You've already watched it, right? You know? Can you wait? I'm, I'm I kind of want to watch it too. Right. I've got it. You need to walk to work one day. That that would be a good punishment. I like that. Yeah. Now, the only problem with that. Get a mohawk. Y'all, if y'all, one of y'all <laughs> could take me home. That had to be. Yeah, because I probably see, see then, I, then I impact other people by having Yeah, a, so you can't do that. You need to walk back home. <laughs> no, I yeah. can't. Uh, <laughs> Call Uber. Or you need to tell them that you'll get the girls on day on two days that you weren't supposed to. Yeah. Now, look, I, I, let actually, me get that. Yeah. Yeah, I offered that work. up yesterday. Yeah. Because, see, the person that was had to take them to tennis yesterday mm-hmm. threw a wrinkle on their schedule, too, because now, instead of leaving at 3.30, they were not leaving till 3.45, which makes everybody late. Oh, yeah. That's good. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes until top of the hour. It's the Rick and Bubba Show. Welcome in. Kickoff hour. Rick and Bubba join us right after top of the hour for the main show. This portion of the show brought to you by our friends at SimplySafeBubba.com. 24-7 burglar busting protection for your home or small business. Uh, you know, you want to keep your place uh, safe. I mean, who doesn't, right? Whether it's from a break-in, fire flooding, a medical emergency, uh, you'll get award-winning 24-7 protection with SimplySafeBubba.com. Uh, and don't forget their arsenal of cameras and sensors as well uh, with professional professional monitors uh, that will take care of your home or small business. And here's the good part, too. There's no long-term contract, no hidden fees, no installation costs. It's all uh, starting at $15 a month at SimplySafeBubba.com. And when you order right now, you're going to get a free HD camera with your order. Order. I don't know what's up with my talking today. You have nothing to lose with your 60-day money-back guarantee at SimplySafeBubba.com. Uh, and, again, that order is going to include 
a uh, HD camera uh, right now at simplysafebubba.com. No hidden fees, no long-term contracts. $15 a month uh, is where it starts. Uh, you can always check them out, too, at rickandbubba.com under the Sponsors button. You're talking about ordering things. How about this morning my email pops up mm-hmm. and says, Package Delivered. I think, okay. Wow. We awesome. got we got something else at the house. Yeah. yeah. Boy, Do y'all realize that what is sitting at my door right now? What you okay, got? Is a is something I ordered on December the third <laughs> for stocking stuffers for everybody in the family. It you showed up use them today. Next year. Completely forgot about this. Completely forgot Matter about this order. Be on top of it, Matter service. of fact, I almost thought, well, I guess I didn't hit the order button. I guess something went wrong with it. And here it is. They're they're here. A little Finally. light. Merry now the Christmas. kids didn't get it in their stocking. And they'll get it today. Well, pull the stockings out. Hey, what, and what, and even one of them was even Amanda for Amanda. Well, how about this? You can you, you can give them uh, a little happy. They didn't even know they had. And this was really a present for me too. Yep, Greg. You know, I'll buy a present this for me. Oh, yeah. Greg, hear yeah, me on you're, this because you know. you're a child. Do you know what it was? What's that? Four iPhone chargers. I remember you mentioning yes. this. Yes, I do. Purchase these. I'm looking at the order That's number. That's not bad. Hey, December here's the family. Here's something well, for me, too. Yeah, the, the reason this was was, hey, y'all leave my charger alone. Here's your yeah. own. <laughs> that was kind of what it was. They'll but I thought, you... I thought, well, look, we can get these in the – this will be a cool gift for for the stocking. Mm-hmm. And and here we go. Yeah. That's, nope. I mean. Nope. Well, you know, this mystery – A little uh, happy for it, today, though. Yeah, and we, we brought it up on the, on the main show yesterday. But this mystery of, of mail service right now, is is very strange, uh, and so my dad sent out a couple of of his latest books to some family members. Some people got them, and others they haven't gotten them, and it's been weeks. And and, and they just they live right around where I live. It's the weirdest and thing. You, you're talking about no the, the mail service, and that is who dropped these off this morning. It wasn't mm-hmm. UPS, it wasn't Amazon, it wasn't uh, FedEx. This is USPS. I wonder if it, you think it's yeah, just at like in, the in at the bottom of some basket. And they never, they didn't see know. it. Or did you get that mailman that you know, we always read about that has packages and letters stacked up that they haven't delivered for yeah, some reason? Right. Nobody knows why. It could be that. It could be. Then he went. I'm gonna. I need to start delivering these. Yeah. That's uh, that's that's strange, isn't it? What what are they now, doing there? Are they oh, I'm gonna get y'all now. Here, do I give everybody <laughs> you know, one today? That makes no sense. Do I give everybody one today, or do I hide these and I reward as the week goes out? Hey, I definitely, good job today. Here's your new. I charge. definitely can give one to Caroline yeah. because you you forgot her. No doubt. So hey, thought about that. Yeah. Make hey, it her hey, I'm sorry. Here's a charger. Yeah. I mean, a little cord. Is it a just the it's cord? The, no, the whole it's thing. The whole charger. So yeah. the little box and the cord yeah. and all that. A little block. I, I, I the little it. block. We call yeah. Them block. Yeah. You're right. I love how my my boys will respond to something like that. Hey, somebody take my charger? Nuh-uh. Well, where's yours? Oh, I've never had one. <laughs> You've never had one. It came with the phone. I don't know, man. I, I, I don't remember either, seeing it. Either that or the portable charger is my favorite. <laughs> hey, do you still have that little portable charger? What are you talking about? Well, you took it to school you know, back when y'all could go. Do you not remember that? Huh? No, I didn't. I've never even seen one. You've never seen one. Or, hey, I'm going on a hunting trip or I'm doing something. I'm out going out of town. Uh, you know, and so I give them one, you know, Hey, just in case you're riding shotgun with somebody and your phone's dying, here's your, one of the portable char. I don't, I don't know where it's at. Ended up finding it in like sure. one of their bags. Yeah. The, oh, here it is. Short memory. The one you have never seen that you took on that hunting trip. Here it is right here. In your bag. Good night. Funny. Don't take my charger anymore. Okay. Y'all. I know. I know. I know. Um, so Greg, is it you that likes Butterfingers? Yeah. I like oh, I love butter. Are you kidding me? Okay. <laughs> I knew you loved butter. Huh? Is that your favorite is that, one? Is that your go-to? See, that's my favorite. Snickers and, and Butterfinger head-to-head. 
Really? Oh, really? I rotate them. Depending on my okay. mood, man. I put right. butter, Butterfinger butter is, is here, and everything else is down here to me. I mean, yeah. what? That Snickers tough. All right, let me Jeez. ask you then if you would buy this, okay? All right, so the, the folks at Butterfingers uh, joked online this week that they might start making Butterfinger peanut butter and selling it like in a I jar. Don't, I don't really know. And and, and now intriguing. of course and now that has got fans on social media. I mean, They're all lighting up like peanut butter. I mean, that, are you, you saying like I'm a saying? spread you'd put on a piece of bread? Yeah, well, yeah. It's they're just saying be peanut they, butter with a Butterfinger logo on it. They might start uh, selling the peanut it's butter. A different taste, Greg. The peanut. The, the <laughs> my gosh, the Butterfinger <laughs> peanut butter. Is it going to have chunks? It, of they're going to start selling it. it. Is it going to have? That's chunks just all it says, Greg. So you don't know. No, the headline says the folks at Butterfinger says they might start. Tell me what's in it. Until then, I don't. Butterfinger care. may be releasing peanut butter that mimics the candy bar. Okay. Is what it says. I, I may give that a shot. I don't know. I don't, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how crispy, it would be on crunchy toast. peanut butter. Okay, so it is. I was going to have the the inside kind of. Mm-hmm. Now that may not be bad, by the way. Oh, yeah, it won't replace the other no. peanut butter. It'll be an addition. What about that? Yeah. So on on January 24th, uh, they posted on, on Instagram a picture of. Peanut, uh, the Butterfinger inspired peanut butter. It included the caption. Have um, another, another butter, yeah, we butter. just had the best idea for uh, hashtag National Peanut Butter Day, and then they said, "Just kidding, or maybe not." And so that's got everybody going nuts. But I, when I saw this, I remembered you because I remember how much you I like, like peanut butter. I like butter. Where I'm going to struggle is the I'm not a Butterfinger. crunchy peanut butter guy. No, I'm not either. And so I don't like chunks in my peanut butter. So that's I would struggle point. with that. That's a good right. point. Mm. That's a good point. But and like I, I say, I, I won't consider it replacing my peanut butter. Do y'all, do y'all go to peanut butter a lot? Not really. Well, my family does. I do. My yeah. family does in a second. I used to, but I really don't. Here, I mm-hmm. do. I'm a, I, I yeah. have started doing uh, on the weekends, and I don't know why it's just the weekends. I guess it's because it's the only time I'm at the house. Uh, Terry, and I've talked to y'all about this, she'll she'll like make some toast. And she'll put peanut butter on it, and then she'll she'll pour some honey, honey. on top of it. Yeah, you, and uh, I've started doing that. I don't know why, good. but it's a good I have. little yeah, it's a good little snack, good little start to yeah. the day for yeah. breakfast. Boy, oh, I tell you, I had eggs. a little surprise. Uh, some protein. I opened the, uh, the refrigerator last night. She had made a whole batch of protein balls. Ooh, a lot of peanut have butter in that. Some. Have brought some. Thanks, well, no, they're Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Yours to have. <laughs> Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day without him, brother. Rick and Bubba, Six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba oh, show. Eight six six, we be big is Working our number. On the we start this hour with a national anthem.
seven and a half minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show from the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. Let's go. Well, it's time for another day. It is, uh, if you're listening live, the Wednesday edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. Will Mead is back in play. Thank you for being with us. Wednesday Bible Study returns today to our YouTube channel, noon Central Time, 1 o'clock Eastern. We'll unpack uh, the stories of the day with Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler. It is radio's dream team. Uh, as uh, we go forward now, after celebrating 27 years together. Uh, and if you're new to the program, you'll pick things up pretty quick. It's a stream of consciousness. Uh, just kind of roll with us a little while. Ask a veteran if there's something you don't understand. Uh, sitting across the way, the pride of Cedar Springs, Alabama. Most of you probably know him best as the Silver Tongue One, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the King's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussey! How about you, Rick Burgess, friends, neighbors, and associates? Come on in. It's the little party called Rick and Bubba. Look in my eyes. What do you see? Speedy. The culture of personality. Come on, Rick. I know your anger. I know your dreams. There it is, living color. How about you? I am the cult of. I am the cult of. <laughs> cult of personality. I need, I need to look at the lyrics of that song a little closer. <laughs> How about this? Hey, oh, Americans, we love the cult of personality. Don't yep, 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 yep. Oh, you got a little personality. We won't, we won't, we won't bet you out. We'll just follow right along. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, if you got a good presentation, we love it. Get in line and march. Yep. Uh, so uh, uh, we have things to unpack on the on the program today. Your phone calls will be part of it. Everything's so good with eight six six. We be big. She's still working. She, is she, she holding in there? She is. How about this? How, did we work out? Or hey, we're only one channel. Do we get all that worked Maybe. out? Seem to. Seem to. I know Spotify people saying it sounded weird to them. We had some stations. I think we had a dirty pot. Had to be exercised. Dirty pot. Dirty pot. Why you people? <laughs> Why you got me, got me in one channel? Nerdy butt. We got nerdy butt. We got it. So those you that, dirty books. Uh, those those you that were getting uh, that were getting that yesterday, we think we resolved it. Super Tom came <laughs> and, up. And Rick, just for those following at home that may be a little more technical, we believe it was a dirty potentiometer on the input of our delay. And and that's there it. There we go. That's it. The delay was the culprit. And the problem uh, yesterday, we almost decided to 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 just go out there uh, in the middle of a pasture and just run wild with no delay. But we thought better of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we thought maybe hearing this in one channel was better than and, what you might have heard if we yeah, didn't have. And it. bypassing may not have helped. I don't yeah. know. We I don't know how that circuit's laid in there. But anyway, I think we got it going. Every now and then, you know, Rick, things that move need to be moved. 
You know, they'll yeah, set up. Well, we, your... we've been here. I'll I tell you the thing that was. I mean, set... it's not that it has to be adjusted all the time, but, you know, sometimes those things get dirty. You know, set up a little bit. Yeah, they get a little uh, little corrosion on them. You get a little dirty pot. <laughs> uh, but the uh, we've got. Um... <laughs> Sick and tired. <laughs> <laughs> Talking all this thing. But we've got. Um... My channel is down. Well, it was, it was interesting because Super, Super, Super Tom did this. And you. And you. Uh, and you and you said this, Bubba, years ago. You know, when this studio, and this is how quickly technology moves, it really moves at a clip that, that I just personally can't keep up with. I mean, I, I try so hard, but I just can't. But mm. And Bubba's tried to teach me. He's willing to go the bleeding edge of technology. I'd rather not. I'd rather wait till it's, you know, it's solidified and it's working. But well, any, I, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not a big... You changed. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, I got burned a few you times, did, so you I did. pulled back. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so... I still am cutting, but not bleeding. Yeah, you... That's <laughs> a difference. Yeah, you, as a matter of fact, you, you're slow to get the new iPhones now. Yeah, I'm still one behind now, I think. What's out now? How dare you? I don't know. I think I got yeah. 11. I lost, Speedy's I, ahead of me. I, lost, I got 11 right I lost here. count on them. I'm old 11. Yeah. I'm sticks. But, but, <laughs> but the... Go back to this again. Me too. So, so Tom, Super Tom's in here. When this studio was built... And it's only been thir- – it's only, what, 13 years old? Yep. Um, 14. Uh, 13, 14 years old. Ew. So this this thing was state-of-the-art. Now, that's not a long period of time, guys, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, and, and and so it, it was it was state-of-the-art. It won awards. It's only – you know, the show has never won any award, but the studio won an award. <laughs> <laughs> we, made, we, we made that funny. Uh, the stomach won an award, but the guts did not. But anyway, so the, the 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 show done in the studio, no awards. The studio itself awards. Can, can I point out too? We we had a little fun with that on our best of CD, the fourteenth one we did. Yep. Okay, we're at twenty seven now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Still no awards. Right. Wow. right. Nobody even got the hint. <laughs> we nobody got nobody the hint. Use that title again. <laughs> yeah, so. And still, <laughs> yeah. still, still no awards. Yeah. When, when we were gathering up stuff to put to, for our dad for the Alabama Hall of Fame. I thought to myself, this is one thing that my family will never have to do. Yeah. Is yeah, gather right. anything to put mm-hmm. me in any sort of Hall of Fame. But but back to the original point. So Tom looks over here. And this, if you walked in here today and you saw the control board, you'd be like, man, that's impressive. I mean, that's that's good. And basically, Super Tom yesterday was saying, well, this thing's a piece of junk. Now. Oh, it's, I mean, yeah, it, it's it, obsolete. You can't, you can't you even need. get parts. I, I love the word obsolete. Yeah. But here's my point. I mean, so you get a new one. What's What's different? About there's it. well, new, it's there's new it, bells and whistles. It, it, it's not, God. it's not what it does as much as the parts. Uh, the company that built that just, one was yeah, bought as out. It goes out, you can't and they phased it. out like several lines, mm-hmm. and they phased out that one. So you can't get the cards for the channels. You can't get the parts. All this. What stuff. about dirty? Oh, here's a dirty pot. But yeah, we sick and tired so, of static in that left channel. Well, if you listen right here, you, <laughs> hear about, you, you can hear noise in the phone channel right here. Yeah, you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, it's wide That's dirty yeah. noise. <laughs> when, uh, but I mean, look, you go with others, you don't hear <laughs> noise floor. But, but, but we, but we, uh, had, Greg, um, nobody's saying it. but, but, Good night. but, and you know, like when this board compared to the things we started on with the big knobs and all that, the whole, the whole digital setup of this, uh-huh. is, but now even that's just like, well, so you're that. not actually doing the mixing there. That's a control surface. You're actually telling a computer over there in that rack yeah. to actually change. The in, old day, in old days, baby, we were yeah. doing the actual mixing. Weren't we? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> we? Hey, that first one I started on, you could have used it as a uh, anchor to hold a boat. I mm-hmm. mean, that thing probably weighed 50 pounds when you got it out. So Sherry and I had the opportunity Dirty pot. to, uh, to do Mr. To, Allen, to have a, a small segment. <laughs> we were, we were speaking together last Sunday <laughs> 
And uh, and so Sherry, you know, always going to prepare. And this was only like a three to five minute thing we were doing. And so Sherry says, well, I, I like to prepare everything I'm going to do. And I'll start first. And she's getting it all down. And it was only, you know, three or four lines. And I said something, and we both started laughing because, you know, Sherry worked in, in the business as well with uh, in TV and radio and doing news, and she remembers this era. And I said, well, look, I, I need to know the out cue, though, so when I know, since you're going to do it exact, what's your yeah. out cue? And we started laughing, and I said, you know what? I said, we don't even need out cues anymore. That stuff just rolls through one after another. Mm-hmm. Do you remember you'd have those those cartridges you put yeah. up, and it'd have dot, 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 the last thing that's yeah. set on it? Yeah, and so you'd know that was, that was it. important. That's the out cue. Mm-hmm. And I threw it. I said, I need to know what your out cue is. <laughs> and uh, don't get out cute anymore. Just throw them in the computer and they roll one after another. <laughs> but there's there's one of the older boards right there. Didn't have a. We used to have them big old knobs. Oh yeah. Well, they got to be careful doing that hand gesture. Campus radio station. I remember seeing that thing going. Oh yeah. World. Oh, that thing was modern compared to what I started <laughs> on. Sixteen minutes past. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Twenty-two minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us today. Well, look at them politicians go. chance to kind of weigh in and see where the Senate was on uh, getting rid of uh, former President Trump, which is bizarro. Uh, I think we all see that uh, look out through history, chasing somebody after they're not trying to impeach a president, which is designed to remove a president when the president is not there anymore, is a bizarre new world. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's very strange, Rick. Uh, it's so bizarre. You know, usually the chief justice will preside over this, and Roberts is not presiding over it. Now, I don't know how to read into that. I don't know what that means. Well, I've been trying to read Roberts ever since the Obamacare vote. <laughs> yeah, I, no, dirty right. court. He's a dirty judge. Look, and, if you can't even get Roberts to get in there and try to break the Constitution, you got problems. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> the Senate had appointed uh, Senator Patrick Leahy from Vermont. Uh, to preside over Bernie this. State. And uh, shortly after he swore everybody in, he had to be rushed to the hospital, Rick. Uh, they're well, saying out of, a, out of an abundance of caution. Um, they said after getting tasked back and after a thorough examination, he is now home, resting, and looking forward to getting back to work. He, was, he is 80 years old, Rick. Yeah, well, how about eighty well. years old, and because of his position now in the Senate, he is third in line in uh, the presidential succession behind the Vice President and Speaker of the House. Hmm. These that stay there for this amount of time, mm-hmm. they they just it mm-hmm. boggles the mind. I'm talking about Republican, Democrat, and Independent. Hmm. This is not a political yeah, I, statement. I just I, I don't, just don't think don't you ought it. to make a career out of it. I, I think it don't. taints your view of things. You lose to. touch with what's really going on at home. Yeah. Um, 
And, uh, you know, the, the other people will argue, well, you know, you have a chance to get rid of them every six years, but the incumbent has such an advantage. It's very, very difficult to, uh, to unseat them. Um, but, uh, you know, in, in the, uh, the, and it all depends on who you, whose headlines you want to read in this, uh, uh, Rand Paul from Kentucky had brought up, uh, a motion and said, look, this is, un- this whole hearing is unconstitutional. And, and I want to vote on it, which they can do in the Senate. If any senator wants to bring up something, they can like that. So they voted, and they upheld the constitutional uh, aspect of this 55 to 45. But what it meant was that 45 senators will vote against impeaching him, and that's what it was. It was a, it was a shadow way to take a poll of where everybody was, and 45 voting against it will kill it. So it's not going to happen. And again, I, I, for the life of me, I don't understand Nancy Pelosi and the good time gang over in the House. Just like last time, they didn't have the votes in the Senate. They're not going to have the votes this time, but they keep him, you know, doing impeachment, bringing it over. I don't get it. And they, their argument is that he needs to be held accountable. Well, I think there's criminal uh, aspects. If you want to hold somebody accountable, if you've got evidence for an insurrection, I think you should prosecute that way, not the political process of impeachment, especially if a guy's already out. That's what's really bizarre about this. Well, you don't have to go any further than that. I mean, that that's it. I mean, yeah, I can't I, I remove mean, a guy who's already sitting in Florida. Exactly. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't get that at all. Hey, we need I, to remove him from the White House. I, I went in there. He's not insane. there. And, and, and I know I, I heard that some of some insane. folks are saying, well. What they're doing is trying to send a message well, that if you're an outsider, don't come in here and mess with the swamp because no, we'll no, get you. No, 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 no. And, and I they, think it's that, and they're trying to make we'll sure he can't run again in any political office. Well, but see, he has to be voted to remove uh, before they can do the vote that he cannot run again. So right. they're not even going to get to that vote. Yeah. And again, Nancy Pelosi knows that. <clears throat> see, look, Rick, if I, if I was upset show. with the local city council here in lovely, beautiful Vestavia Hills are known nationally as Vestavia Hills. Um, And and there's 10 city council people, and I don't know how many there are here, but I wanted something to change. I wanted to to stripe the parking lot in a different direction or whatever. And and I go and I talk to them. And eight of them go, no, I don't really think that's going to happen. I'm not supporting that. I may even be against that. Two of them go, yeah, yeah, I kind of like that idea. Well, then I go and bring it up at a city council meeting. Well, what, what am I? I mean, am I just going to plow into the wall, mm-hmm. or am I just trying to get brownie points with people out there going, "Oh, he took on he City tried. Hall." I mean, what what is the well, real what deal? They, what would they say? Ooh, he took on City Hall. <laughs> you know, he's fighting City Hall. I'm behind him. He may he may be a good, be a good councilman one day. Uh, radical. Mean, oh, you know, wow. you know that. I mean, I'm trying to. I have to see some kind of logic in this. I understand. It, even there's people I disagree with their point of view. I can kind of understand what they're trying to do or why they're doing it. And I go, okay, I got you. I say, you're wrong, but I understand what you're doing. This is this again is just like running into a closed door over and over again. I don't really see. I, I don't know that that this is going to send any message to the next Donald Trump out there. I don't know that this is doing anything but making you look like you're bad at math. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Which we already know they are. Yeah. But, right, but, somebody help me on this. But Bubba, Orange Man gone. Mm-hmm. Orange Man bad must still punish. My, orange, <laughs> orange Man, is Orange Man really gone? I want him to be real, real gone. I want him to be real, real gone. Orange Man mean. Again, for, for a group who is screaming, we want unity. We want oh. civility. 
Good. We want to bring back, we want to raise the level of dialogue and turn the temperature down on things. Everything you're doing is throwing gas on the fire. So you either, one, don't mean it, or you're just not very smart. I don't know which one. Yeah. Well, I'm with you because there has to be a political play here. Do they think this fires their, their base up to see it? Is that what they're doing? Do the Democrats think, man, our, our base loves this? I, I think, I think one, Nancy Pelosi was – Got her feelings hurt with Trump because he he talked down to her, and she is out to stomp the greasy spot left in the road. That's all it is. I don't think it's going to deter people from running in the future. I don't. Obviously, it's not going. You're not going to be able to do anything to him. You just you're just wasting time, yeah, time and money. I, think- I, I don't know why the senators don't all get a picture of someone who has died from COVID nineteen and bring it in there and go. Why ain't we worried about these people? Remember, the Democrats did that during the Amy, uh, you know, uh, Barrett hearings. You know, they brought in pictures. Why are we doing this when this is happening? I think you could do the same thing. Come on, Joe. Is it really unity you want? Really? Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America. Rick and Bubba. And here we go. 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us today. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. We'll get to some of your phone calls before the hour's done. Can we talk Relief Factor? Greg, you see one of uh, one of Greg's minions got it and loves it. You're talking about a hard worker. I'm talking about Latroy over in Arkansas. That's right. You give a little shout out to Latroy. What's up, Latroy? Hard working man. He said he works with the power company, and he said um, he he he, oh, he gets guys make some pain. Yeah, he he, he he hey he's a lineman, uh, and he says uh, Relief Factor has uh, has worked the first time I got it. He said I got the three week pack, and he said I heard y'all talking about it, and he said it, it has it has worked for me guys. Um, I, I now got three other people here on my shift taking Relief Factor as well, and uh, they're all doing the three-week starter pack and, and uh, going to rickandbubba.com on the link there. Thank you, LaTroy. Uh, he says, uh, the day goes by quicker when you're not struggling with pain. I feel 10 years younger. He said, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm working, and he said, uh, also, I, I got more energy at home for my family. Watch out. So, you know, because when you're hurting, when you got pain that's just on you, and it's on you, and it's on you, it just it just beats you down. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you just – It you makes did. you crazy, Rick. It, it really does. does. You feel like a dog been hit by a car. You got to lay there and lick your wounds and yeah. rest up. Good analogy, Greg. That's how it is. Uh, so uh, let's go to relieffactor.com right now. This is all natural. This is not a drug. It's not a stimulant. Uh, you know, with with some of the drugs uh, out there, they they can be a, they can be of some use to you, but they're not designed for you to be taking them in as a lifestyle. And we've seen this in our own family: aspirin eating through the lining of dead stomach one time. Uh, you know, you're not supposed to take them to that volume. Uh, in all fairness, uh, so but but with this you can. This can become like a supplement that you take every day. Uh, so go to relieffactor.com or rickandbubba.com. It's four botanicals, and your body will love it. And hopefully, this will be the answer for you. If not, then you know, in the three weeks, you'll know. Uh, and hopefully we'll get an email from you, too. So, Bubba, what else were you going to hit uh, that we, we talked about? Well, that It looks like that the Democrats are doing this impeach a president, remove a president that's already been removed, which is bizarro world. And why are they doing it? What? And, and I, I'm, the only one I can come up with is what you said. They're just raging mad. He made them so mad 
Uh, they're just that person, as you said, that likes to just stomp a greasy spot. They they really are, they're acting like they hate Trump while acting like Trump. This would be something Trump would do. <laughs> well, I yeah, mean, this, yeah, for him is. not to let it, something go. R- remember, know? Rick, the evil dictator, tyrant, uh, fascist Trump. You remember that? Yeah. Uh, Orange man. Th- Orange man, bad. Orange, Orange man, man, bad. bad. Uh, is Orange man gone? Make sure he's gone. Rick, he, here's the thing, too. You, you have can to remember. Can he come back, Nancy, <laughs> mommy? Can he come back? When, Orange when, man, mean. <laughs> I had a job though when he was in there. Now I don't. Yeah. But woke he's mean. American is winning right now for that character. When, I'm when, woke American. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a grown up nopey. Uh, uh, and a, just a touch of Mister Rogers' neighborhood, the cat. Yeah. When mm. when yeah, you yeah, push yeah. when you push the limits mm-hmm. on presidential power. When the next group gets in, guess what? They're going to do it too. Right, because you've already opened that door, so to speak. So, you know, Obama was probably one of the more uh, uh, he really pushed the limits on the executive order. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Trump went in and said, "Oh, I'll see that and mm-hmm. raise you mm-hmm. one." Yep. <laughs> uh, Joe Biden, I think, has signed like his one hundred and fiftieth order. Well, I mean, he no, he no. is every day he's having a um, uh, you know a ceremony to sign something. I, I listened <laughs> to one of he was doing yesterday, and I thought. Eh, I think we already have laws against that. <laughs> well, uh, just in case. Know. So, well, but anyway, we we have a and 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 this happened. Go. This happened during the the Trump time, and we were we were questioning this before. You know, you have you have state courts, you have you know state circuit, and then you have appellate and all that stuff. Then you have federal courts, and. Trump would try to get something done, and they would go find one obscure federal judge out in Washington that State or somewhere, that they kept and around. he would block it. Mm-hmm. And it would be blocked for the whole country. I never understood I, how you could do that. I don't get that. I don't so I told y'all, we talked, I said, just wait. Wait till the shoe's on the other foot. Everybody thinks this is really cute and clever now, but just wait. So Biden <laughs> said he wanted a 100-day moratorium on deportations while he goes over our immigration policies with his new administration. Well, Texas attorney, Ken Paxton, uh, took him to court over it, and a federal judge has now granted a stay against the 100-day moratorium. Texas argued that they would be harmed uh, by this, that they need to be able to continue business as it is, so to speak, and, and deport dangerous people from Texas back to Mexico. The judge agreed. So he has issued a 14-day stay. So, Bubba, you were right again. I'm sorry mm-hmm. I was right again. Yeah. But and, – and this is just the beginning. Trust me, uh, they, they found a friend down here in Texas, Judge Drew Tipton. He is a Trump appointee, and they're going to – hey, you'll see his name more because they're going to do the same thing that was done to them. And Ken Paxton will file – hey, he'll, he'll go after a lawsuit in a minute. Second. I mean, he he was the one trying to overturn the election. You know, he was very aggressive in that. Well, just remember, and and this is one of those things that I think that that, that you can be hopeful about, no matter what side of the fence you're on, because you may say your political view is the right thing for the country, and then somebody else says, no, mine is. I tend to think, let's just look at the Constitution, which is supposed to be nonpolitical, and and it, it does a really good job. But the founders did design... I mean, they really threw a picture wipeout, the show wipeout. Yeah, oh, yeah. They threw obstacle courses out there for tyrannical governments. Yeah. And and they're like, look, we're going to give you your best shot. Now, I know some of y'all are just, you're just, 
if in this case, if I say hell bent, it's not really a cuss, right? No, because I'm talking about the I'm talking about the place hell. I, I think you're, you're, no, I think that's fine to yeah, use that way. Yeah, it, you, some of you out there are just bent uh, to to Hades that you're going to have a tyrannical government, and our founding fathers are saying, look, I know you may be dumb enough to want that, but I'll, I, we're going to set up a system because let me tell you something about the government. All right, everybody, listen. This is real important, and the founding fathers knew this. The government will take every ounce of power you allow them, okay? If you will give them ground, they will take it. They always have. They always Republican, will. Democrat, yeah, they always independent, yeah. doesn't so, matter. So if you need to limit what the government can have because the government will never say, well, look, I see you're trying to give me this power. I don't want it. That never happens. No. So no. The, they will take and abuse every ounce of power that you allow them to have. So the founder said, so don't allow them much. You're going to need them to some degree. They're a necessary evil in some areas. They can set up the framework and then get out of the yeah. picture. Even God said that when we had a fallen creation. He, yeah. goes, oh, yeah. he goes, I had to kill everybody but eight when y'all did the self-governing mm. thing. That didn't go well. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to establish this world government thing. We come off the art. We're going to start a new deal here. But but anyway, so, so don't do that because they'll take everything that you allow them to have, and, they, and they'll, as, as Dennis Prager said, especially – uh, big government people in the left, everything they touch, they ruin. And um, so, so just just keep that in mind. And uh, and and I love the fact that the system is set up to make uh, a tyrannical government difficult to achieve. Even in this, they case, they really can't just do whatever mm-hmm. they want to do, and and that's good. Yeah. Even in this case, no. I, I'm somewhat confused how a federal judge can block something the president's doing. I guess because it's an executive order and it hasn't gone through the legislative process is what they ought to be doing with all of this anyway. Then the federal judges couldn't block it, but they don't have the votes to do it, so they just short circuit the system Mm -hmm. with this new tool they got. You know, I've I've had smart. Ends up being temporary. So I mean, you 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 watch right now. There's there's there's, the next Republican president, whenever it is, is going to going to redo all these Biden things again. These old Obama retread things he's doing, Mm -hmm. just just like they did last time. And and I'm giving good news on this because if you look right now and and if you listen they're even saying it they don't know what to do with the first amendment and the second amendment they really don't because they're 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 so written like like all this they were ready to go they were ready to go after the church they thought this is our opportunity the pandemic is our opportunity to overstep what we're allowed to do to the church and you know what they couldn't do it yep and so then i mean look they finally have just left john MacArthur alone I mean, they, they, they tried so hard to scare him and to get him to do this and get churches to do that, and churches like, you don't have the authority to tell us what to do. Well, and, the, and, the governor in California doesn't have an argument to stand on. He looks like a lost squirrel well, right now it, running around. Yeah. Because, he, Rick, he, he imposed a total lockdown, and now their numbers have gone up. They're at a peak. Okay, so is New York. They're at the highest number of deaths and all this they've had, and what are they doing? They're lifting the lockdown. It doesn't even make sense well, if you follow their logic. If you follow their logic. Now, if you follow our logic, it makes sense because it, it's they're, they're not they're saying it's not political. I want to think they're finally admitting it doesn't work. <laughs> right. But really, what they're doing is Orange Man's gone. So so now we <laughs> Orange can, Man out. Yeah. We yeah. Can, we, we, we can't have relax. business. We can't have businesses being shut down. People losing their job that we can blame on Orange Man. Now that's going to be blamed on us. So let's so let's, get people l- back let's turn it loose. But the science of that, by the way, just with common sense, you don't have to be a scientist. I'm certainly not one. Bubba's somewhat one. <laughs> the common sense tells you that the lockdowns versus the no lockdown did not produce much of a different result at all. So what they finally have done is says, well, the lockdown damage on the economy is really more detrimental than any 
slowing of the virus we were able to do. It, it didn't work. Yes. Well, now, they're not telling you that, but it's obvious because, to Bubba's point, guys, just stay logical. Lockdown produced biggest problem and bigger than no lockdown people. Now I'm going to not lock down when it looks like we got a bigger problem, but I'm going to release the lockdown. Well, then the lockdown didn't work. It never did. It was never the right idea, and it was wrong. Now, nobody's going to say that. Rick, but, but look, look at the numbers. California, which was one of the most lockdown states, versus Florida, which is one of the least. The curve on infections and death almost look identical. Yep. We've had this with countries where one locked down, one didn't. It looks like, as the data's coming in, it made absolutely no difference. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. and Bubba. They're still here because, let's face it, they have nowhere to go. Saturday was silent Surely it was through But since when has impossible Ever stopped you Alright, so Bubba we've wrapped that up. We made the point and Adler emphasized it in the break. If you even look at the state of Florida which has approached uh, the COVID pandemic um, with, hey, this is awful. We need to do the best we can, but we cannot shut down our economy uh, because then we're going to have um, you know, other damage that is, is as bad as a pandemic. And uh, when you look even in our country uh, and all the different Michigans and Californias and New Yorks and shutdowns and this and partial, uh, you look at the results and Florida is kind of in the middle. Uh, they're not uh, overly bad. Uh, they're not uh, the best. Uh, you know, some places didn't have as much population, but it appears that the way they carried on did not produce a result that was worse or better uh, than anybody else. And maybe uh, all states could have approached it the same way and really ended up with about the same result. Well, what they did do, Rick, is they protected those that were the most vulnerable to the virus and that the stats and the science said had a higher rate of death than anybody else. Mm hmm. And yeah. they didn't everybody else. They, they let them go. So, yeah, he's right. And if you look, there's all kind of uh, graphs out there. Look at them in California. It's going to be almost identical. Mm. And as Adler said, statistically, they're very much in the middle of the country mm. far as uh, infections and deaths and, and whatnot. Also, clear up one other thing. And I've got a couple of emails about this, uh, some overnight, some this morning. We throw around the term impeachment uh, to mean two things. Uh, but technically – you are impeached when the House of Representatives are acting like a grand jury and they say there's enough evidence here to send this to the Senate for a trial. The Senate then votes on removal of the from the office, and then if they are removed, they take a second vote to ban them from serving in public office for the rest of their life. Okay, so all of that has to take place before you're banned. It doesn't matter how many times you're impeached. It doesn't matter all that. The Senate votes on that, but it, it, technically, when we say impeach now, we're talking about 
we use it the as yeah we use it as yes the house voted to send the case to the Senate, and we also use it for removal, but it's technically not removal. And don't get me started on censure. That, that, that's another Yeah, deal. that's just where you go, uh, you were bad, you were bad, don't do that again. Right. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, so so that just, just to clarify that, because I know we're throwing it around, so is the, the news media. Impeached is in the House, a trial is in the Senate, and if you are voted and removed from office, then they take a vote on banning you from public service. So it doesn't look like it will ever get to that. For those of you hoping for the second coming of Trump, I don't think that will happen. I don't think he's going to want to be involved at that point. I think in early on he will be so mad he'll act like he right, wants to be involved, right. and then he'll lose interest Well, over time. Again, you it, know how you ever been fired up by somebody, something mm-hmm. you're like, Man, if it was happening right now, I am all in. And mm-hmm. somebody says, well, it's really four years from now. And about year two and a half, you're like, nah, I'm not really into this anymore. Well, mm-hmm. you look, <laughs> yeah. if, you, if you look at the numbers again, and we've talked about this with people concerned about the election, Trump won by the slimmest of margins the first time. So he had to throw a perfect game to go back again the second time. He lost some of his support uh, from people that didn't like the way he handled himself. That, that's the bottom line. That's the bottom line. And that's why he didn't win. And the Democrats are going to be united. They're going, you know, on any any given election, they're probably going to have 45 to 48 percent of the vote, no matter who's running. Yeah, and, and I know some of the things you're saying are not very popular with, yeah, with and some I'm, of you. I know, and, but and, I'm just telling you what I have discovered and what I, I'm looking at, at numbers. Well, I will also say this, because as we talked about, we don't need to get – I know some of you just you just live and want this third party – and I get in that mode sometimes where I'm tired of it too. The only problem is we'll never have a chance to win. But so you go inside the party, and as, as uh, we were talking about, the three buckets or two or three buckets that are inside a party. Well, in the Republican Party, and that's why some of you that, that want this return of Trump um, and his policies and stuff, I think that that would be great. I love what happened with the economy and all that. But here's the problem uh, on the, you know, we all were taught in life when you're moving through your career, hey, don't burn bridges. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you can keep from burning a bridge, don't burn it. Now, now Donald J. Trump is a bridge burner, and and he he'll set one aflame uh, in a second. That's just his personality, and sometimes that's what drives him and makes him effective. And sometimes it you kind of wish that that would didn't happen. So there was a lot of people in one of the buckets inside the Republican Party, and I think they would be best represented by Mike Pence. Okay, hey, I'm going to be with the president as best I can. Uh, I think he's so much better than the current state of the left. I'm very serious about my faith. I'm very serious about, you know, doing things the right way. Uh, I, I have some class about me. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm humble. I'm modest. Uh, but but I can stand up and, and fight the good fight when you need you to, okay? Well, you, you need them to remain okay with Trump. And Trump's terrible mistake of going after him the way they did has now taken that bucket and damaged it, and I don't think that bucket would be excited about the return of Donald J. Trump. Uh, so I, I think there's been too much damage done even within the party, and I'm not talking about the establishment Republicans. I'm talking about those. I, I think I would be close to this. Probably not. I'm not. I'm not Mike Pence. I, I you know, but I, I would. I'd rather. I'd, I'd like to be a Mike Pence kind of guy. You know, for the most part, from what I know about him, with my faith and try to get the balance of faith and politics in there. You know, right, right, right. balanced out pretty correctly. But, but I, I think those kind of people, you know, when you're asked to take medicine and it's not, it tastes terrible, but you think it's good for you, 
if you ever think to yourself you can live without it, you ain't going to take it again. And uh, because it, 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 was a, it was a bitter pill to swallow to get to a greater good. And sometimes you get to the point that the medicine just tastes so bad you won't even take it. And, and I think that Trump damaged that session of, of people. Um, and 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 I and I don't I don't see he would have the support it, that maybe he had the first time. And it from, may from be, that group of people. Yeah, it may be a very small bucket you're talking mm-hmm. about, Rick. But for him to go in, he had to throw a perfect game, mm-hmm. and and it it's not a perfect game without that bucket. And I think it would be difficult. And again, I'm not doesn't mean I'm anti-Trump. No, but, no, I, uh, I'm I just mean, I'm just telling you what I'm seeing in the numbers and and reading these personalities of what they're saying. Well, don't you think though? I don't think he's ever wanted. To, I, don't you think he's lining up for one of the kids to run? Not him. No, I do think I that I do think he he will be in a good position to be a kingmaker in the party. And I think that the policies of Trump will be called on and looked at in a very positive way. But then there's what we said to begin with. He's all into that now, but he's going to get back to his private life. Yeah. And yeah. think, who, you know who what? Wants to deal with that? You know what? Uh, I'd forgotten what this was like. Rick and Bubba, <laughs> Rick and Bubba. The standoff at the border is heating up between Texas Governor Greg Abbott and the federal government. Politicians will never let a crisis go to waste. We have been invaded. The crisis is being used by Republicans as a photo op by the Democrats to expand their voting base. More than 85% of everybody reaching the border is coming in. That's the definition of an open border. Just down the road, you can get in no problem, no Humvees, no armed guards. What people don't realize is there's a way around everything. The Blaze Originals team traveled to the Texas border, ground zero of the most controversial news story of 2024. With some experts estimating over 4 million border crossings in 2023 alone, we embedded with the Take Our Border Back convoy to investigate. What if the entire narrative you thought you knew was a lie? Go watch the real story of Texas versus the feds and how the elites use the border crisis against us by visiting realbordercrisis.com and use code TEXAS for $30 off an annual subscription to Blaze TV. Rick and Bubba, earning a living off low expectations. Warning, this program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultants. Uh, six and a half minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport you got rick and bubba sing it with us rick and bubba rick and bubba speedy the real greg burgess helmsy and andy man adler all here there's bill bubba bussy welcome the rick and bubba show oh, is a go. federally protected trademark all right. we just thought you'd want to know yeah. all rights reserved yeah so no more t-shirts at trade day <laughs> that's right cut out those black market tapes boys all uh, right uh, to the phones we go uh we got mark standing by in pelham alabama mark's mark. listening to us on 104.7 wzzk marky how you doing buddy go ahead all right um i was just wanting to know what are your thoughts about mike lindell being banned from twitter well as long as he keeps cranking out those great products i really don't care uh, I mean, uh, but, but that's, uh, that's the world we're, we're living in. If you, uh, you know, if you say the wrong thing or they think that you, uh, uh, until we figure out this social media thing with these, uh, big tech giants till we decide whether they have the right to do this or not, I guess they can do it. Uh, there's nothing you can really do about it. 
And if they, they deem you to be someone they don't want to to have a voice on their platform, right now they can take you off. Yeah. And, and, the, and the inconsistency need is to dr- quite frustrating. Well, it's just what it is. I mean, well, think about it, though. If I'm allowed to do whatever I want to do, you'll find most people will be inconsistent. They just do but, what they want. Yeah. But look how, <laughs> yeah. look how they're ramping up what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They started with the Joe Biden son, Hunter Biden's uh, laptop, where they, they, they crush that story. They got away with it. Then they went, oh, we're mm-hmm. going to censor the president. Now mm-hmm. we're going to do this. Now we're, and it just, it's just growing and growing. Mm-hmm. And get ready. And and I think it's a terrible mistake. I think uh, I think the government needs to intervene in this because the consumer is now being hurt by it. Yeah, and and unless you you know parlor, they tried to say, well, over here we're going back to what Twitter was originally supposed to be, but then Twitter shut them down because parlor wasn't independent enough. Yeah, Amazon owned the servers and they mm-hmm. shut it down. But this goes back again. Why does Amazon own all the servers? I mean, can conservatives not? Buy servers and put weird, server farms up. They're, they're pretty good at doing other businesses. <laughs> I don't huh? know. I mean, why, why didn't Mike Lindell build a server farm? It, to, to, yeah. In order to be big tech, and I'm not talking about like I'm trying to be big tech. Yes. Like I'm showing sure up big tech. Yeah, yeah. Do you have to lean to the left? Is there is that is that part of the ability to do it? Something about that leftist mind can pull that off. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is. But, <laughs> sir, I understand your frustration and I understand the inconsistency. But until we address whether they can do it or not, there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, I think the the protection that they've got needs to be revoked, and they need to decide they're either going to be a platform or a publisher. They operate under two separate rules, and I think that's what would best serve the country. We've done it with telecom. We've done it with broadcasting, all that. So we need to do it. Well, we have precedent. We've done it before. Marcus uh, in Tallahassee. Marcus, go ahead. Welcome to the program. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. I'm calling about that last segment you did, and I've got a call. Both of you out. Now, before I do it, I want to remind you, Rick, I'm the guy that said you were too good looking for your wife. <laughs> well, you're in good standing right Bubba, now. You, okay, thank you. Bubba, you said that, you know, to keep it together your first term, you got to do good or you'll lose support. And he lost support. He didn't get reelected. He got the most votes in reelection history. He added 15 million votes. So that's not, as a matter of record, that's not true. And, uh, to, okay, uh, can Rick, I let me can I address that, Marcus? Yeah, I, I, yeah. Th- more people voted in this election than has ever voted. So yes, fact. yes, he went up. That's fine. But what I'm saying is, in some groups, he lost support, and it didn't take much. Okay, because he won by the slimmest of margins before. Um, some of those states, and I can't remember which one it was. It was only like 1,500 votes. I mean, that's razor thin. So he had to throw a perfect game, and some people even though they liked what he did, did not care for the tone that he went about it. And, and there's been numerous surveys sure. on that now. I mean, we're, we're seeing that you're, data come in now. You're saying swing states. Yeah. You're saying those four swing states. Yeah, because okay, he, he – I, yeah, 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 I didn't hear you say that. Well, he won it by the razor-thin razor margins. And also, to Bubba's point, and, and you might remember Bill Hemmer saying this on Fox News, there were areas in rural Georgia – when the Senate vote came up and all this, the people who were voting for Trump, for some reason, they weren't participating. They weren't voting again. And it was only hundreds here, hundreds there. But those those add up. And what happened is, you know, the very same thing that, that can galvanize support can sometimes galvanize resistance. And uh, so you really find, and we don't know what votes were legit or not legit. We can have those arguments and those discussions. But really, like Bubba just said, if you look at the election in general, more people got out and voted against and for, so so there w- it did produce 
this uh, this passion and in the swing states we said this i mean long before we ever got down to stealing elections and covid we were saying on the air if you'll go back and listen hey guys trump won and it was miraculous but in order to win again as bubba just said he's gonna have to pitch a perfect game the way he won those swing states against hillary the first time has to be done again and this time you're trying to do it against an opponent that says it won't happen again and uh, now you can say they did things yeah. that were that were really illegal or whatever. And plus, Hillary Hillary was was a bad candidate. She she also uh, had extreme reactions to her. And then they brought along little good old Joey and you know and, and and Orange Man bad and and all that stuff we're talking about. And they put together an anti-Trump well, campaign that was right. stronger than a pro-Trump campaign. And I mean, it's, it's, it's easier. It, remember too, it's easier to shoot holes in somebody than it is to actually lead. Mm-hmm. And that worked for Trump, mm-hmm. and it also worked against Trump the second time because you could always go, I would do this different, I'd do that. And, of course, Joe's doing some of that, some he's not. But the the point being, and I'm not talking about a large group of people. It doesn't have to be. I mean, if you take 100 people and two people change their mind, that was enough to change it. Guys, guys. And, and it was those suburban housewives that had had it good for four years, but they, the tone, they were they were raising their kids, telling them not to be a bully, and they were thinking Trump was a bully on TV. I'm not saying I agree with that. I love the fact that the way he talked. I love the fact he was direct in what he said. We all say we hate coach speak. And then when somebody doesn't coach speak and really tells you what they think, we're upset about it. Yeah, and not, that's yeah. exactly what that was. Well, and, and this is one that nobody doesn't seem to talk about. And you're, you're right because I heard that. But I'll tell you one that I saw, and you saw it, and we did some interviews that had us kind of tilting our heads. Everybody's just acting like the people like John Piper didn't come out against Trump. Uh, David Platt writes a book that, that wasn't saying anti-Trump, but it was saying, well, it, your Christianity doesn't ride on whether you vote Democrat or Republican. And a lot of people inside the, the Christian faith got got tired, and, and it was for me. The, it, the it, edges it, got fragmented. Yeah, you, you, they got tired <laughs> of toting this water. For somebody that would go off and say things that you would go, you know, and then you go, but look, look, look at what he's doing standing up for religious freedom, and look what he's doing standing up for, you know, and look at the Supreme Court justice. Yes, look at the Supreme Court justice. Remember, hey, he wants us to say Merry Christmas again, even though I hope we have our faith is wrapped around more than that. But but these are things that mattered. But yet, then they would go, but did you hear what he said and how he called that person names and did all that? I mean. We're not supposed to, do. and and you know, well, you don't really think, and he represents the faith. I didn't say that. I said I know he's allowing people, and he's got Paula White as a spiritual leader. And before you it, knew it, calls just yeah, enough yeah. on the edges, and then to bef- keep from throwing the perfect. Game. And then before you know it, you had people of faith that said, ah. "Now I don't know how they justified, frankly, voting against the policies of the modern left." You know, I w- I was okay to say there really wasn't a pure Christian vote. That's fine. Right. So now let's vote on other things. Uh, there wasn't, you know, like I said, there, that ain't the first time that's happened. Uh, but, uh, but so I didn't understand that mentality, and I didn't, to- I didn't agree with a yeah, lot of my. I didn't agree with it. Either. I didn't agree with John Popper's assessment because, and, and you know, the time I got into it, not got into it, but had a disagreement with Russell Moore back in, when this first started, that 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 some of the church leaders were being inconsistent when they start bringing down biblical truths. Uh, concerning a uh, a candidate who just happens to be a Republican, I thought there was some inconsistency in that, and it sounded more political and emotional than it did biblical. However, however, it did happen, and that's the greater point we're trying to make. There were some things that happened that we can't ignore uh, and act like they didn't happen. 
There was more to it. And you need to remember that going forward. I, I think, Rick, and I may be wrong, but I think that is the truth. I really do. And that's what I seek is the truth, and whether I, good, bad, or otherwise. And I know that is upsetting. And but it doesn't sit well with a lot of people. I got that. I understand that. But sometimes you have to sit down and say, okay, I'm, I'm not emotional anymore. I'm going to start thinking through and get a clear head on all this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. One minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Gretchen is out of the Music City, Nashville, Tennessee. Then we've got a COVID update today here that's going to bring some discomfort. Uh, well, Gretchen, let's uh, let's finish up here first. Gretchen, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you today? Gretchen? Gretchen, test, Gretchen was test. scratching Sorry, to get on there. Yeah, there she got is. you now, Gretchen. Go Come ahead. On, Gretchen. Go ahead, Gretchen. Sorry, I was I was trying to use headphones. Oh. Long time listener, second time caller. Second Thank time you. caller. How about that? Don't have a sound effect for that. But go <laughs> ahead. I know. I, I thought it'd be different. I called 17 years ago. I was nervous. Missed an easy, know the good book question. <laughs> well, that, can I tell you that's quite a that's quite a uh, a break between the first and second call. That really is. seventeen, 17 years. Yeah. What do you think about this for second time well, callers? Go ahead. You know we got caught up and caught. We got cut off in Nashville for a long time from your show. So yeah. thank goodness. I'm usually a podcast listener, but you yeah. know. You know what? For these places where radio goobs will not give us access to you through terrestrial radio, aren't you thankful for tune-in apps and YouTube and and iHeartRadio and podcast and Spotify? I mean, thank goodness for all that. Oh, very. When I found you all a few years ago on iHeartRadio and then podcast, I was so happy. So, um, thank you. Here's here's the point of my call. Um, politics are important for the temporal, but I wanted to um, give the audience some good news for the eternal. Um, I am a member of One Hollow, Robbie Gallaty's church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he did a great yeah. job. And the fact that I watched Robbie have to uh, take a man uh, under his uh, strength and power <laughs> who threw a, threw a backpack up on the stage when he and I were doing a men's conference together. <laughs> yes, he definitely has the uh, biceps, triceps, and he does to do that. He does. He can fight um, the good fight, literally. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> he can. But I wanted to share with y'all over the past four weeks. Um, there's a revival in Middle Tennessee. Our church has had between 300 and 400 people come to Christ and get baptized. Praise the Lord. And it is amazing. So I just wanted to remind the audience that there are some awesome things going on. Oh, man. Even he, in the midst of well, everything else crazy going on. How about yeah. this? Usually in the mix of everything crazy yeah. going on. That's where it, he really yeah. works. It actually, mm-hmm. yeah. That, yeah. That's yeah. usually a better time. If you can learn to flip the switch and look for him working in all this, because he always works in suffering. He always works in uncertainty. He always works in the middle of this. There's all that refinement. You, you find refinement of his church and his people. From the beginning, from the fall, all the way as we look to the to the return, and and I think sometimes we we look around and think, well, this is this, I can't believe this is happening. And all I say is, of course I believe this is happening. I can't believe something worse isn't happening. When you look at the evil right. of 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 us as as people, I've had people say that before. You know, hey, what about some of the things that you've been allowed to go through? Uh, you, you know, can you believe God allowed that? I said, not only can I believe it, I tell you what I'm shocked by is the cross. I'm not shocked by his wrath. His wrath makes perfect sense. The thing that is shocking to me yep. is his grace. Uh, that's the part exactly. that I that, that I stand amazed 
by, yeah. as, yeah. the, as the great song says. Uh, so that's, that's good news, and you're right. Th- this is a great time for the church. And, and you know, I, I think it was, oh, Finney, what's his first name? Something Finney. I can't think of his first name. He said revival is really just a return to obedience. When the church returns yeah. to obedience to God, that's when revival takes place. And um, is it Gary Finney? I can't think of his first name. But anyway, I thought that was a great statement. Uh, but anyway, so I'm glad to Charles, hear that. Charles, I think. Uh, Charles Finney, that's it, yeah. Uh, that's uh, that's great news. And please tell uh, Robbie we all said hello, okay? <laughs> I will. And just at the end, I want to um, tell you that I practiced my call in honor of Tommy. So, Tommy, shout out to you. There you go. <laughs> well done. And, and Gretchen, tell Robbie, too, I still want to work him on 75 meters. <laughs> <laughs> COVID update. All right. I think, do you think I'm, what we've done, we've removed Greg from the room. And I'm going to go get breakfast, right, so, so you'll get you. me out of here, too. All right, All right, let's turn your mic off. Speedy, can you be trusted with this? With <laughs> yeah, I'll just kind of listen on and fill in the gaps. Okay, well, let me turn I, I think that's, I think that's that, what we're trying to that, avoid. That's going to get you potted down. Yeah. Okay, so that, that statement, now you're potted down. I was talking about information. Okay, so... China, you know, uh, th- this is the thing about evil dictatorships. Um, you know, it, they, uh, they, you know, we're, we're, you know, they were the ones where, where we think this thing came from. Now they say no, that didn't happen. But um, during the Wuhan virus, yes, well, and, and the term <laughs> Wuhan is going to have a whole new meaning today. Boy, doesn't it? Though. But uh, Wuhan. Uh, apparently, they continue to try to because you know they want to lead the world and everything. Yes, you know? yes. Uh, they they are tired of this little blip on the radar called the Western civilization. Right. They want to get back to the natural order of planet Earth, and that is they are number one. Right. And so when they're number one, that means everything they're doing is is far advanced to the rest of the world. Uh, but I this one. You know, well, if you if you've been uh, tested for COVID nineteen, and many of you have, if you thought the nasal swab was bad, uh oh, China has come up with another way to test for COVID nineteen. Yes, they have. And uh, dare I say that a swab is still used, but it's used on the other end. Yes, yes. There's many ways to get in the building. They have chosen to go in the back door. They are saying that the back door test is much more accurate than the nasal test. Hmm. They said uh, the swab needs to be pulled into the garage Uh and then rotated several times. Oh, my gosh, we're rotating it? To complete the 10-second procedure. They're saying the derriere method is much more accurate than the throat or nose test. But please don't get them confused. (laughs) Wait a minute. I'm, I'm waiting just a second here. All right. So everybody knows what we're talking about. We don't have to, you know, that's why we've removed everybody from the room. Rick, question. we have a no, picture. No questions. We have a picture from the manual. It's written in Chinese, but the pictures are very plain. We've put Greg in a soundproof booth, uh, yeah. and he's in there laughing his head off. He, he is wanting to look at him. He's having the time of his life in there. So, so anyway, all right. So, so they're going to, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to come in the back door. Yep, yep. And they're going to go how, 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 Two how many, inches. All right, how many steps are they going to take into the room? Two inches into the room. Right. And then they're going to rotate. Yes, rotate. Start spinning around when they're in there for 10 seconds. About, get about a 10-second sample. 1,001. So they, they have arrived. They're in the building. It's your building. Right. They're in. They're in the garage. They're in. Mm-hmm. 1,001, 1,002, 1,003, 1,004, 
1005, 1006, 1007, 1008, 1009, 1010. They were in there that entire time. Spinning. Spinning. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, I was out at 1003. <laughs> <laughs> just stop it. Just stop it. What would that drive through test look like? Uh, I don't know. Well, yeah, I, I was thinking the same thing. Mm-hmm. They're going to need more than a 10. Mm-hmm. They did say Elton John has volunteered to be the first. Rick, what? I'm just, I'm mean, just to be a leader. So uh, I mean, we're 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 talking about uh, a test that. Uh, I mean, have they got any research that this is going to be better? They said it is a better sample. They said the sample lasts longer and is more accurate than the throat or nose sample. Wow. I think this is a cruel joke they're playing on. Mm. Now say Wuhan. Wuhan! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Eight six six. We be big is our number. Lines are available, not many of them. Harry Murdahl is there. We'll bravely try to maneuver through these waters after the China COVID update, where they a new, a new more what we call intrusive test they think will be more accurate. And, and listen, to be honest, we've had some issues. I think I'll still take the issues we have, though, uh, before going to this. And I don't see how this could be done through a drive-thru, which is how my test was given. Yeah. Uh, 1-800-Flowers.com. Uh, can you believe? They just lean right in the window. They do. Uh, had um, uh, 1-800-Flowers.com show up uh, at the house. I came in, and Sherry had all the roses out everywhere, just loving them. Got them all in the little, 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 little vases. Uh, and you can do the same thing. There's some deals going on right now uh, from 1-800-Flowers.com. But, guys, you need to move on this for Valentine's Day. Get this done because I can assure you, uh, in the free market, while we still have one, supply and demand. Uh, prices on roses and, and the bouquets are going to go up as we get closer to Valentine's. So right now, you can get uh, with the promo code Bubba, uh, it, where, right there where it says um, radio mm-hmm. listeners, you want to or the radio icon there. Go there and put in the code Bubba, and here's some things you can get. All right, so take Bubba, radio icon, 1-800-Flowers.com. 24 multicolored roses, and they look great, Twenty nine ninety nine. Or if you want to upgrade to the red roses, you can do the same thing, 24 for only $10 more. Now, this is not going to last, so make a move on it now and get it done. 1-800-Flowers.com. Take advantage of this today. There's also a link at rickandbubba.com. You'll find that under the Sponsors button. 30 seconds, Johnny, Alex City. Johnny, go ahead, 30 seconds. How are you? Well, thank you for the call. Go ahead. There is hope for the COVID. Uh, I, I pulled up to a red light yesterday. I see the big lighted sign that people pay for advertisement on, and all of a sudden COVID pops up, and it says, use Kleenex when sneezing, discard when done, cdc.gov. So that's your tax. Yeah, uh, I will tell you the things that I see on these reader boards mm-hmm. on the highways. Uh, I know y'all want to use them, and you love phrases and and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to know if there's a traffic accident. Mm-hmm. We need to know if there's an amber alert so we can help uh, a family. A weather emergency, weather, tornado coming weather your emergency. way. 
Yeah. We don't really need it as propaganda. Rick, the one I love love is it says distracted driving is dangerous. Uh Mm -hmm. Well, I was just distracted reading your message. Look up here. Distracted uh, driving is dangerous. (laughs) If looking up to read my text are bad, it's also bad to read that. Cut the thing off unless it's an emergency. Right. You know we don't why? need cutesy sayings. D- don't need them. Don't. don't need it. Don't need them. Don't need No. Need. Drop it. You're, you're, once again, we have a classic situation of overplaying your hand. Yep. To Dee in the great state of Alabama, Dee 30 seconds. Go right ahead. Alabama. How about South of Ramsey, Illinois? Okay. It says Alabama. I'm sorry. Uh, thanks for calling from <laughs> Illinois. Right. Go ahead. All right. Now, if we've got. To wear a face mask and keep the germs out of us. Now, how are we going to put a mask on our rear end? We don't have any ears to hook it on. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Um, I, I'm not going to say anything. No, please There's nothing don't. I please, can say that's proper here. Uh, let's go to Anonymous in Birmingham. Anonymous, sure go is. ahead. Go sure. ahead, Anonymous. Um, you know, this <clears throat> test is... Uh, being done already here um there was a patient who tested negative many times in a traditional test uh he was very sick he had all the symptoms uh put him on the precautions and treated him for covid eventually one of the doctors decided to test other body fluids uh the stool is what came back positive Mm -hmm. Oh, that's the ooh. back door swab. Ooh, ooh, that that turned. You know, we did fine when you wasn't here. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I thought and that was had fine. To throw that in there. Was that not fine? Uh, I thought y'all cleared that. We were all thinking it. You uh, just didn't one, have to say. One, one timeout has gone. <laughs> um, she she threw out even a, a more. I know that's a. I know it's a yeah, medical term. She I threw know. out, but boy, it's a. It's one of those terms that always bothers you. Hams, they forgot sure. my toast. Go back. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so, no, no, I, I hate to say this because, you know, China's doing it because it's easier to make people do things if they have no choice. Mm-hmm. But I will go back to this again. I, I hate to bring this up, and she brought it up. Guys, I was on the phone yesterday talking about some really bad cases, and there's people that are in bad shape, and they keep testing negative, and it's obvious yeah. they have it, mm-hmm. and they keep testing negative. Yeah. These tests are just... Have y'all have, have y'all the heard only about- thing that was rushed to market quicker than the vaccine was the test. Right. Keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have y'all heard about what they call COVID tongue? People that are having I'm serious. People that are having are getting the virus are, are like getting bumps on their tongue and stuff. We need a separation between this segment I'm just and saying, that, that story. It's the latest sign of that you got it. Oh, you got COVID one, it's got spots. They're, saying, saw one, the they're saying one in four yeah. that have the virus. And have, also, have uh, had that. your feet, the bottom of your feet itching is also another sign mm-hmm. of that. Boy, My feet were itchy in December. Yeah, burning feet and hands. You're right. And there yeah. is. Now, tongue. my tongue didn't look like that. And there think. it is. Good night. Yes. Look at that. Blotchy. For a minute. Alex, <laughs> maybe it did. Alex, minute. welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Hey, y'all. Uh, I had a question for Rick. Okay. Uh, you guys were talking about uh, Bigfoot. Y'all brought that back up the other day, and I had a I had an idea. What if you're sitting in a tree stand, Rick, and uh, you, you have him in your sights, and you take a shot, mm-hmm. but you, you you don't get him, and he comes for you? Mm-hmm. Would that be possibly the worst animal death you could possibly? Wow. Well, you know, I need a mad big. No, great, great question, Alex. And because you know that is my my trauma fear is that I'll be taken out by an animal, and that's how I'll go. Yeah, 
here's the big question, and I think you'll understand it. If he breaks me up and his strength kills me, fine. Does he eat me? That that's that's my big deal. When does he start eating? Yeah, does he yeah. start eating on me while I'm still alive, like some of the predators do? Right, like and, and keeps toying with me. Mm-hmm. That's what I don't want. Now, if Bigfoot's just big, powerful, like a silverback, but he doesn't eat human flesh, yeah, and his his brute strength beats me down. Okay, okay. That I mean that, but but the, it's all about does he consume me? You, you remember that about story that we had about the and bear? If you, know, that, if you know he's doing it. In, in Russia, oh my gosh, they knocked that guy out and then drug him back to his cave. Oh, and, you that's, know, was that, saving him for a, my worst. for a rainy day. It didn't get any worse than that. And he couldn't move because he had broke bones. And yeah, stuff. right. Good there's gosh. there's nothing. I don't want to be drug off to somebody's lair. Yeah, where, where they, I'm anti lair where right? they munch on me and I'm yeah. still with them. Yeah, yeah they, they start with a hind quarter and I'm and they didn't yeah. take out my vital organs. I don't yeah. want anything to do with that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm anti that. That's not the way to go. Nope. Uh, let's go to, <laughs> as the commercial says, no, no, <laughs> that uh, is one of the funniest things to me. <laughs> Todd, Todd, said, no. Todd, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Hey, I was just going to call and let you know that the, the COVID-19 test for China must be real because my sister-in-law all the way back in March had a dream that somebody was trying to do this to her to test her for COVID-19 when she went to the doctor, and she was running through the doctor's office saying, you're not doing this to me. Good to hear from Pastor Coverstone. Greg, what are you doing? (laughs) Might have been his sister. Uh, You'll you'll deal with that email today. I know, and that's the reason why I changed mine to speedy at (laughs) rickandbubba.com. That's right, for any Um, comments. The 10 seconds in the spinning is, is the difficult part. Hank? In Alabama. Trying to get a good read, I guess. Hank, welcome. Good morning. Go ahead. Go ahead. Good morning, guys. Hey, Hank. I got a question about the vaccine. Bring it on, Hank. If uh, I, The first one had to be kept at a minus 80 Fahrenheit. Is that right? Yes. Uh, Something like can that. they warm that up before they put it in you, or how does that keep from freezing your tissue when it's injected? I think they Hank? can. I think they take it, and I'm not. You know what? That's a that's a great question because I How thought the Hank? same thing. How about Hank? But if I understand correctly, they take it out of that uh, out of that temperature range for a day or two before they get right. it. Right. I don't think you just make that up. I, no, 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 no. I, I think make, that's I, right. I think with a lot of things that we have, I don't think it doesn't come right out of the fridge and then right to you. Right, you know, I, I think that's it the can only storage. be out a short period of time right. before, but yeah. they 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 get inside that window. A few <laughs> days, maybe up to five. I, I'm not sure, but I, I, I that is a great question because I asked somebody that too, and they were trying to explain it. So I, I don't I don't think it goes from the 180 degree freezer to your arm. I think there's a correct in between there. And that, I, I mean, I, that, that makes sense. Um, It'd be hard to get it to go through the needle, wouldn't it? I'm trying to picture where Hank was when he started thinking yeah. that out. Yeah. I, I'm thinking on the tractor. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, man, I, you know, I'm thinking about this 80. Because he sounds like a hardworking guy. Uh-huh. I my think ki- he was listening to dogs run. When yeah. he was thinking, my oh, kind yeah. of guy. Yeah. I like to hang out with Hank. Let's talk about stuff. All right. We'll be back. 15 minutes to the top of the hour. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. Thanks for listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, 
10 minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866, we be big. Thank you for being with us. Trying to update you a couple of things. Wednesday Bible study back today. It'll be live. We're continuing our our series on knowing God from the book J.I. Packer wrote. Really, really uh, enlightening and convicting and, uh, and, and helpful book. Uh, some great concepts. The concept of, you know, what is the pursuit of your knowledge of God? Is it to know about God, to have the right answers, or is it truly to know God? And uh, we'll unpack that again today. Uh, and uh, so join us for that noon Central Time, 1 o'clock Eastern, uh, and uh, be archived soon after. Also, the O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events. Bub, I'm fired up about Coach Chizik. Uh, Gene Chizik is speaking uh, this Sunday night at a man church service at Shades Mountain Baptist Church here in Birmingham. You can come to that if you want to. There's no charge or anything like that. Starts at 6. It'll also be live streamed, so look for that information for Shades.org. We've got that in upcoming events. Uh, the Pursuit Men's Conference is coming to uh, Ridgecrest Baptist Church in Dothan. We were not able to have it at the Civic Center this year because of COVID protocol, and the, uh, the the size was limited to 400. Those tickets are sold out, but we did announce yesterday that Steve Farrar, thanks to uh, one of our listeners who uh, says, I'd like to uh, uh, help bring him back, even though the numbers have been cut down, just for the benefit of the men that are coming. So thank you so much uh, for that, uh, Derek, uh, who's a listener who's shared in the, the, the how well his business actually did in the grocery business during these times, and we appreciate that. So you men, uh, we look forward to being with you for that weekend on the 19th and the 20th, but it is sold out. February 26th, Columbus, Mississippi Sportsman's Banquet at Fairview Baptist Church in Columbus, Mississippi. Uh, I'll be there speaking to those men, excited about that. The 27th, the very next night, uh, be at a wild game feast at Eastern Hills Baptist Church in Montgomery, Alabama, where you hear us on I-92. Looking forward to being with those men. Uh, then the True Grit Conference at Union uh, uh, 3 Baptist Church in Gadsden, Alabama, where it all began. Uh, looking forward to being there for that conference coming up on March the 5th and uh, March the 7th. Uh, be at Crossroads Baptist Church in Warrior, Alabama, as they start the Man Church dot com's discipleship strategy with their first man church then they'll roll into the 40-week curriculum there's others but uh, but that kind of gets you updated you can find all those at rick and under upcoming events you can find them at burgess ministries under upcoming events think o'reilly auto parts for all your car care needs get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at o'reilly auto parts better parts better prices every day well, here we go, Bubba, back to the – when you get into Hall of Fames, here comes the old Hall of Fame, who should be in, who shouldn't be in. And there's nothing more complicated than the Baseball Hall of Fame because of what we call the steroid years. Uh, and, and, and Helmsy's made a commitment today that he's really going to research this. Well, I'm I mean, frustrated because I, I well, every time this comes up, I don't know when it started. I don't know the things that come out. So I, I just went down you know, memory lane here, and I've been digging into the steroid era. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I'm just going to give you some little things here, and you, y'all chime in, speak up, uh, give me some more info. Speedy's got some great info it, on this as well. And all this is based on the Hall of Fame taking a vote yesterday and no one being admitted for this Correct. year. Correct. Correct. Nobody. So that, no one. Nobody reached the 75% ballot level that's required. Barry Correct. Bonds, Roger Clemens, Kurt Schilling turned down. Correct. Steroid, steroid era, late 80s to the late 2000s. I didn't know that it had started in the late 80s, Did by not the way. know that either. In 1991, that's when Major League Baseball, it, hey, Major League Baseball banned steroids. But there was very limited when? testing. Give me that 1991. Okay. Okay, they said, hey, no steroids in it, baseball. It was performance enhancing. No, in 1991, POVs. 1991 was steroids, oh, period. Steroids. They, mm-hmm. That was it. But there was very limited testing. In 2003, that's when Three. Major League – 
baseball implemented the PED testing. Right. Okay, but it was still limited. What year did creatine get outlawed? Do you remember? Well, this is where it, this is where it gets interesting. So in that same year, two thousand three, two thousand four, you got Balco. That was right. when that Bay Area Lab came out, and, and then and then a few years later, Conseco's book came out, and that's right. when everything started mm-hmm. happening. Wow! So in the mid '90s, you saw an offensive <clears throat> production just skyrocket. Okay, just to give you an example, only three players from '61 to 1994 had reached 50 home runs in a season. Okay, three, three, only three, three, three. 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 Um, in 1996, this is where it all gets interesting, and we, you know, we had commercials that I were know. celebrating we the long ball. It. Yeah. Dug it. 1996, McGuire hit 52 despite missing part of the season. Okay, so that all was start. Everybody started going, "What's going on here?" Then in 97, McGuire and Griffey hit 58 and 56. 97, 13 different players hit 40 plus home runs. 1997 was also the year that Sosa and McGuire passed Roger Maris. Um, 37 year old record, by the way, and and of you know 61, Sosa hit 66 and McGuire hit 70. In 98, McGuire admitted to using Andro. Mm-hmm. Y'all remember Andro? Yep. No. All right, that was that Rick, Andro. You know Andro. Yeah, you do. It was a, it was a PED. Come on, I thought that's the, I, the thing you put on fire. Ends. But but here's here's the thing to remember <laughs> about so McGuire. Good. Okay, here's the thing to remember. <laughs> this Andro was illegal in the NFL and by the NCAA, but it was not because again, remember when I said the 2003 was the MLB impl- right. implemented PEDs right. in '98. Andro was fine in regards to baseball. What um, is Andro exactly? I don't know. It just helps. You. I think it helps you recover, and and yeah, I mean it puts recovery. the strength and the weight, and you know all that on it. Two thousand one, <laughs> Barry Bonds hit seventy three. Okay, a lot of threes. Here's the thing about three, Bonds three. That, that really stands out, and people don't like. <laughs> he hit seventy three in two thousand one. He had never hit fifty in a season prior to that. <laughs> He okay. went nuts, didn't he? He also reached wow. five hundred that season and hit six hundred. Hit the six hundred number the year before. Um, Here's another key. 500 home run club. In 96, Eddie Murray became the 15th person to do that. Mm-hmm. Okay, Prior to that, 1987 was Mike Schmidt. Philly. From 98 to 2009, 10 players did it. Wow. Six of which were on this list linked to PEDs. Barry Bonds, A-Rod, McGuire, Manny Ramirez, Palmero, Sheffield. And so that is your steroid era right there. That's what happened. There was a there was a statistical watch it increase <laughs> watch it that didn't appear to track with history correct mm. and that's when they all started looking and they Stop. started putting Stop. things that's in place to Statistic. prevent these things Something about you we got hair saying it's good <laughs> <laughs> I do like I need you to keep that look that's right. a good look for you right. Bubsy. a lot of so, so the the questions fall uh, obviously with steroids. Now you got Roger Clemens in, in here as well okay. when you're talking about a Rod, Roger Clemens, Barry Bonds, uh, obviously McGuire, are all been <coughs> referenced to PEDs and steroids and not making it in. Now, uh, Kurt Schilling. Now the Kurt Schilling thing is completely separate. Kurt Schilling yeah. is was hate speech. Yeah, yeah it's you know, political. What they it? classified yeah. as hate speech. Well, and that's when he just he had, tweeted something. He had the audacity to speak about terrorism. Yeah, that I think what it so. was? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think there were some other things with right. that, too. Well, but, yeah. It, it, um, the, the but how does that keep you – I mean – Well, well this, this goes back to the Hall of Fame. Is it about on-field performance or is it about everything else that went on outside of the of the chalk? You know, Pete Rose. We, you know, oh, here we go. Oh, my gosh. Here we but, go. But, <laughs> gosh, I'm mighty. To me, 
being a baseball fan and watching it, we, McGuire, Sosa, Sosa, all of those guys. I mean, that was that's who was baseball back then. It you was, know? Yeah. And, and, yeah. I've, and I made this point again, and I want you to figure this out in your new research that you put together. And I'm very happy with what you've already found. <laughs> I need to know when people were were jacking them out of the park. Was did baseball forbid them to take what they were taking at the time during the time they were hitting it? Because if they did, McGuire, some, yes, McGuire, no. no. Well, here's the thing. So that's where you got to look at. So McGuire, McGuire was taking Andro. Okay, admitted to it. He was the one that said, "I'm taking Andrew, uh, Andro." But it wasn't illegal. But it wasn't illegal at the time. It did not until become after. illegal till 2003. That's right. when they implemented the PED test. There's a lot of. But how can I be in trouble for, on something I was allowed to do? Well, and Rick, see, some of this stuff, it's almost like vitamins. You could say a vitamin enhances your performance, yeah. but is it illegal or unethical to take? Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Common sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour. How about you? Thank you for being with us. Will of Meat is in play again this week. Hasn't happened yet. Could happen at any time. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, the gang's all here. We're discussing uh, the Baseball Hall of Fame. Is that nobody voted into the Baseball Hall of Fame? Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, and Kirk Schilling uh, have one more year. Uh, and uh, so there's there, there's a lot of things to now, discuss. This, a couple of them have two years, right? Was it just Schilling that had one more? Uh, the way they wrote this okay. this uh, uh, maybe sentence. that's right. No, no, no. You're right. I think um, I think Bonds and Clemens have one more chance as yeah, well. The way they wrote Schilling. this okay. sentence, it looks okay. like they've lumped them in with Schilling. No, I think you're right. No, that, I think that, that may be right. Rick. I think that is right. Yeah. I, I thought Speedy said two of them had. No, two I more. agree with you. I'm just going back to the way the the way they list them. They just they do them and then they well, put one more year at the end you, of all three. You know, I, I don't know why you play this game. They're not. They are not going to be any better of a player next year <laughs> than they were <laughs> this year, no, ten, twelve years exactly. ago. Whatever. I, I don't get that. Well, the Kurt Schilling thing is the one that really stands out because he's obviously being punished just for his political and world view. And uh, nothing to do with cheating or had some unfair advantage or anything like that. And he made the point, which we've made on Hall of Fame so many times, when when people start being blackballed because of their opinion on something or something in their behavior. Uh, Bubba loves the Pete Rose, and that is a good example. But <laughs> but it's like we just we pick and choose because his Schilling says in the Hall of Fame right now we have people that did horrible things morally, yeah. horrible things. Uh, the, the, you know, we're talking about, uh, you know, abuse of, 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 uh, women, yeah. uh, you know, people uh, who are racist, uh, yeah, all kinds of really, really horrible things. It's not the hall of fame of, of morality. It's not the hall of fame. You remember the, the Heisman trophy, at least finally <laughs> said, we're going to take this commitment we, we have in here of you being an upstanding citizen and oh, yeah. the way you carry yourself as a, as an individual out and just go with the athletic ability and well, it was the a best joke. player. It was a joke. Well, it, was, it was becoming a joke. So yeah. the Hall of Fame is designed to for the best athletes and players of the – really, if you think about it, we talked about this in the break – of their era because the eras are so – Yeah. The Kurt Schilling thing – 
Well, it, is is I mean that's um. How about he doesn't even what he believes is not. It's just his opinion of it's of the world. That radical, and it's not that. that radical. And you know what you can say? I do this a lot. Hey, I don't. I don't agree with the way they see the world, but I'll tell you one thing: they're, they're good at what they do. Yeah, and and, and it can't be well, about something being immoral because you got to go take a lot of people out of the Hall of Fame who who were horrible human beings. And look, I don't even mind that being part of the story, but it's hard to judge people in the 1800s based on 2021 morals, which does move around. There you go. And, well, well, but, we, but here's the thing: like with Pete Rose, okay, and I'm going to use him <laughs> as an example in this here because we go. it is one of the most well known ones. Here we go. Let's say that one day, uh, one of my kids, they get married, they have kids, which, you know, would be wonderful. Um, And I have a grandson that goes to the Hall of Fame. Well, he goes through there and he reads about the greats, but he comes out and I say something about Pete Rose. And he goes, well, who is that? Mm -hmm. Pete Rose was a big part of the game. Take out what he did, right or wrong, any of that. But he was a part of the game. I think that should be noted. And then, if you want to put the the you know the closing statement, hey, he was, you know, did this, did this. this was, was later banned from the league. It was banned. It was illegal. He shouldn't have done it. He was a bad boy. But you still need to know the history of him being there. You're acting like the Soviet Union. He didn't exist. Yeah. And I kind of feel the same way with these guys. If you want to note that Mark McGuire and Barry and Sosa and all these were accused and even found. They lied to Congress. They did this. They were involved. But what they did – now, this is the picture I love. This is Barry Bonds with the Pirates and then Barry Bonds with the Giants. That ain't even the same man. No, no. it's not. And you don't grow that much as a grown-up. I hate to tell you. How about this? Your hat size normally doesn't go yeah. up after you're a yeah, grown yeah. man. When Greg but, brings up hat size, my, our hat size pr- pretty much stays with you. Yeah, once you become an adult, you got it, your hat size. And maybe, maybe steroids change those arms from sticks to trees. Okay? But – what he did at the plate, he still did at the plate. Yeah. Denote, denote the problems, but let the performance stand. And, and like I, I say, you stop where he started blowing up. Just take from there up to there. He's done enough to get in the Hall of Fame. He was that good a player. Please look at those shots. That is so Now, so I have good. never seen it, but I have been told by several people that have been to the Baseball Hall of Fame that it is marked. Like, you see things of Pete Rose in it. He may not be classified as a Hall of Famer, but his jersey and gloves and things are there, so because they tell broke, they yeah. tell the story of the four thousand over four thousand. This hits is all and, semantics, then. Well, exactly. That's that's the whole point. Well, we're so, playing games with baseball um, history, yeah, and, and with sports history. And yeah, to Schilling, you know, if you want to make an argument that he won over two hundred games, he went eleven and two in the postseason, four and one with World Series starts, uh, ninth overall in strikeouts. If you want to look at that resume and go. He's borderline. I don't want to put him in. Okay. Yeah. That's we fine. can all disagree or yeah. agree yeah. or debate that anytime you want to. But you're you've allowed tweets and social things that are out there that we haven't had, you know, you till don't recently. Want to be tied to voting for him. Exactly. What, what and you- the writers are saying that, Rick. That's part of it. They're saying four hundred and one people voted, writers voted this time. Okay, you got to have 301. That gives you the 75. 14 people submitted blank ballots that simply said, I don't want to be a part of it. Same. Well, well, then you guys they, they ought to not get a ballot next time to vote. And here's the other get issue you have, and, and we're seeing it all around society, is mm-hmm. some of these older school guys who are writers and, and will vote more like probably we would are dying off, retiring, and you're getting these young guns in there that believe all this stuff, carry it around with them. 
and they're the ones infiltrating the voting. But the point Kurt Schilling is making, and I heard Speedy talk about this in, in the kickoff hour, but the point Kurt Schilling is making is you're not really caring about these things. You're caring about certain things. Yeah. Yes. And that's and that's not it. If you want to say <laughs> Tell overall, the whole story. If you yep. want to go overall, I think we shouldn't have men in these in 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 here that live lives that we all find to be unacceptable with their treatment of their wives, treatment yeah. of women, treatment of fill in the blank. They, 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 you know, they, they had all kinds of drug problems, da 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 and we don't want them in here because we want it to be the upstanding men of football, baseball, whatever, whatever your Hall of Fame sport yeah. is, then, then fine. Then be consistent. But what we can't do is go, well, Kurt Schilling's political v- views – bother me more than Pete Rose's cheating. Yeah. You know, so I'll vote for Pete Rose but not Kurt Schilling. Yeah. yeah. We can't do that. Because so if it really I do then people are going to Yeah, give pro- me a hard probably time probably the best way to do it is what Bubba's talking about. We've all talked about. Probably the best way to do it is put the best of the best in Hall of Fames and tell their full story beginning to end and let individuals decide yeah. how much they care about it. Tell the whole story. We yeah. do this on story. How many times have you been watching a, a movie on somebody's life? And at the end, say it was Pete Rose. At the end, Pete Rose was accused and convicted of this. Still to this day, claims his innocence on this, this, and this. Yeah. The end. Yeah. And, yeah, and then you go, ah, you whatever. But I mean, if the, if the movie was about what he did in baseball, yeah, we need tell us about all that too. It's fine. And, and then we'll decide about how much we. You know what? And some people may say, guys, I don't know how to break this to all of you out there. Talking about the inconsistency. There's a lot of people that couldn't get past Muhammad Ali. Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> they sure. couldn't get past Muhammad Ali refusing to fight. Yeah, uh, his his converting to to Islam, his views on lots of mm-hmm. political yeah. things. Yeah, but have you ever heard us say that he shouldn't be considered one of the greatest of all time? No, in boxing because he should. Yes. So yeah. Kurt Schilling can't be considered, and maybe <clears throat> I'm okay with you say I don't think it's Hall of Fame career. Be hard to make case against. That, I agree with that too. By but the way. but you can't say you can't say on one hand I acknowledge Muhammad Ali as the greatest of uh, in his sport, if not the greatest, with all the controversy he had in his life that made a lot of people mad and some people who don't like him. But Kurt Schilling wearing a Trump pants shirt and talking about terrorism, I can't get past that. Mm. See, that's you can't. Something wrong with that's that. not right. Yeah. And these con- these discussions are going to continue because. They do have, you know, some of these guys do have one. And it's going to start all over with A-Rod and David Ortiz. They're going to be the next ones that we're talking about as they come up on the ballots next year or the next. And I, I got one more issue with the Hall of Fame. I'm going to bring it up when we come back. Just one more, and it doesn't involve oh, wow. Pete Rose. <laughs> you can't go the next segment without mentioning Pete Rose. I can. I can. I'm going to show you. <laughs> Fifteen minutes past. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Twenty-one minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. We're back. Eight six six. We be big is our number. So Bubba, you uh, you said we we talked about the whole baseball Hall of Fame thing, and it's just uh, crazily inconsistent. Uh, but you had one more thing to say, uh, and then we'll close our commentary on the baseball Hall of Fame. Well, uh, you know, I'm partial to this because he's a friend, friend of the show, Todd Jones. Uh, Todd, you know, he had a great career. Mm-hmm. He is number 21 yeah, on the all-time saves list. Mm-hmm. Okay. 21. 
Mm-hmm. You realize how many relief pitchers they've been in Major League Baseball? A lot, a bunch of and them. And he is the 21st best one mm-hmm. for his saves. Mm-hmm. 319 saves. Rick, do you realize how many baseball games that is? Not only you That's went into, you won. That's a bunch. You, you came in and saved the game. He is ahead of people on the list, and I don't know who's in the Hall of Fame and who's not, but I'm just saying these were great relief pitchers because I remember them playing. Um, people like Tom Hinkey, Goose Gossage. Y'all remember the Goose oh, yeah. for the mm-hmm. Yankees? Yep. He was intimidating. Uh, Jeff Montgomery, Doug Jones, Bruce Suter. You remember Bruce Doug Suter? Jones was a pitcher in the Major League. <laughs> Dougie Dynamic. Fresh. Dynamic, Dougie Fresh No, Jones. it's a different Doug. Better known, better <laughs> known as half a termer? <laughs> different one. Uh, Rod Beck, picture. Dave Rigetti, uh, Dan Quisenberry, Sparky Lyle, um, you know, Gene Garber. Yeah, uh, Gene Garber. He's, I mean, Todd's above all of these guys. He's at number two. He's, he's, he had more saves than Goose Gossage. And I thought Goose Gossage was the greatest he's save now, artist yeah. of all time. What about yeah. the mad Hungarian, Al Roboski? Where's he at? <laughs> Where is Roboski on here? I don't Bruce Suter? I don't see him. Yeah. Bruce Suter. How about Bruce Suter was legendary. Todd's mm-hmm. got more saves than he does. Does he? I, yeah. I didn't know. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, all of those people I mentioned are lower down the list than Todd for his saves. Yeah. That, that's incredible. Are you trying to get I don't t- think we give him enough props on that. Well, but remember, though, Todd played in steroid years. <laughs> I did think somebody yeah. saw him with a MAGA hat on. <laughs> Todd had Rick and Bubba on his hat. He never get me. Well, he uh, yeah, Chad. Yeah, All Star Reliever of the Year. I mean, really, it, it's it's a shame that you know he probably never will get in, but he should be. Eight six six, we be big. How can uh, you be higher on the save list <laughs> than somebody that's in the Hall of Fame and you're not in the Hall of Fame? How, I mean, how is that? Don't know. It happens a lot. Doesn't that seem strange? Yeah, but it seems it happens a lot. Hams, it's strange to me. Yeah, it is. I mean, if you somebody said, "Well, I'll tell you one thing: if you're in the top twenty-five, you have to be considered," and then you know, well, nobody thought Todd. I mean, serious business. Love Todd, but no one thought, man, first year he's going. He was not a first ballot Hall of Famer. No, okay, no. But as this thing rolls on, you got ten years. There's a ten. You get ten years Mm -hmm. on the ballot, and so if we get to year six, seven, eight, and he's not. I mean, if he's not getting close. There is something wrong with that, for sure. No, I agree. Dad. Hey, Dad. I love you, Todd. Hey, Dad. Uh Jimmy. Struggle with COVID, Todd? Yeah, wow. He did. He did. He did. Look, I love Todd, but I really didn't I didn't like these texts he kept sending me. You're not either. Hey, you're not out of the woods yet, Rick. I'm like, Todd. I know. Rick, can I point out one more thing? Todd played 16 years. Goose Gossage played 22. Yeah. He still had more saves than him. That right there ought to tell you enough. That's incredible. That's phenomenal. How about I don't give Todd enough how good he was? Yeah, it's one of the things. That fantastic. I, it's one of the things I look at because a lot of times you. You know how many saves somebody, I had? Zero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know how many appearances? Zero. Right. That's the reason why I'm. You know, like over in football, I, I marvel at Barry Sanders even more than I do people who played longer because he he's where he is on much fewer uh, ru- uh running the ball well, in much fewer games. All right. To Bubba's point. Okay. Let's talk about. I'm. We're gonna jump on the Todd thing here. No one was elected this time, so you telling me Todd Jones wasn't worthy? Mm-mm. Yeah, you think you think you Hall of Fame worthy? You know who you know holds the, the key to yeah. that? Ding ding! I mean, you remember I, you remember Tug McGraw? We all you know. Yeah, we, yeah Tim's you know, Papa. He's yeah. he's got a hundred and eighty saves. Todd has three hundred and nineteen. Oh, you guys, you think you scholarship Maybe. worthy? You know who holds that key? <laughs> who do you think holds that key? Ding. Maybe if Todd had slapped his glove on his on his thigh when he walked on off the field, he would have he'd have got more attention.
are the, remember remember when uh, Bird when he would come out and start talking to the oh. ball and all this kind of oh, stuff. Oh yeah, Mark uh, Fidrich. Mark Fidrich. Said, oh yeah. yeah, I forgot all about him. I love him. You remember? Did he, he throw his arm out? Yeah, <laughs> he could throw some smoke. You remember he would just talk to the ball. I don't, and he I don't would even th- the dirt out. Remember? I don't even think he had that good of stuff pitching wise, but he took what he had and the freak factor to it, and it, it, it messed everybody like up. So he'd be out there oh, smoothing yeah. the dirt. Do you How re- about when he turned? He talked to the ball and tell it where he wanted mm-hmm. it to go, and the batter's going, "What?" Do you remember? I don't know if you remember this. So only I pitched one game my entire <laughs> career. I remember that. And 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 there I was over there at about six foot tall in first base playing in Bronco. <laughs> And finally, coach says, well, let, let's let big guy come in here and sling it. And he pulls me into the game, and I'd never been taught how to pitch or anything. And I started doing the Mark Fidrich thing, mm-hmm. and I started talking to the ball and messing with the mound, everything, <laughs> just trying to copy all that. <laughs> and said, no, set him down one, two, three. <laughs> just, just, just playing games. <laughs> so um, uh, let's go with Jimmy and Montgomery, I-92. Jimmy, go ahead, 30 seconds. Hey, good morning, both. Hey, buddy. Hey, uh, listen, listen, it is a travesty that Andrew Jones only got 34% of the vote. He's the best defensive center fielder in the history of the game. Ten straight gold glove awards. Yeah. Like, led the, in 2005, led the league in home runs and RBIs, won a silver slugger. Hit over 400 career home runs. Best defensive center fielder ever. And gets 34% of the vote. Yeah. Travis. Well, why do you think he was yeah, overlooked? What are wrong with these questions? Let me get Jimmy, what, what, why do you think he was overlooked? You know, I, I do think it's because of the era, probably, and and you know, but he was never linked to steroids. He was never uh, gotten attention because of being a big guy who was smashing home runs at the same rate as some of these other guys. But uh, so so maybe it was just being overlooked. And defense is obviously not near as sexy as, as the long ball, right? Home right. runs are always going to get more attention, right? But. Uh, you know, just, just the fact that he's only getting – and it went up from last year to this year. Last year got 19%. This year he gets 33.9%. So I'm glad it's trending in the right direction. But he should have been a first ballot guy. He's been on the ballot for four years. Yeah. And, and by the way, Bonds, Clemens, Schilling, all way ahead of him on the voting. That that Sammy on. Sosa uh, is right below him on the voting, and Manny Ramirez as well. Not so. that this would put him in the Hall of Fame, but – just on the side note, I, do I remember it? Was he the youngest player to ever hit a home run in the World Series? He was 19. I think he was, and I think that recently. That originally. may have been broken recently. Greg, you just, where are you coming up with that? <clears throat> I don't remember. No, no he's, you are 100% right on that. How Same would you body. remember but something I, like I, I want to say. I think the fact he was 19, I thought that's I want to say it's been broken. But how would you remember that? I don't know. That's well, you, you remember things because like, being young, you go, wow, he was young. Yeah. Yeah. I just didn't Rick's know. mad about I, it. I just didn't mm-hmm. see it. I didn't know where it was coming from. I mean, some of the things you don't remember. I know. Me. I, that's 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 a good point. By yeah, way. but if I ever need to know if, if Andrew Jones and I got not ten, you got that. For I me. got that, and I give you a lot of NASCAR <laughs> trivia from way back then. And, you know, and some of the B actors in Andy Griffin. Oh, absolutely. The, 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 <laughs> he's got that. Now. You got that. Music. For me. Give me some music stuff. I'll get you in there too. None of it matters. David in Birmingham. David, go ahead. Yeah, I appreciate your uh, commentary here on the Hall of Fame and so on. Just as the hottest team in the 90s was the Braves, back in the 70s it was Cincinnati. Oh, I love Sparky them. Anderson. Yeah, they lost uh, their games in the 8th and ninth innings, so he had to get his bullpen up and running. I wonder where Pedro Borbone comes in on that list. Hmm. Uh, I, don't, sure. I don't even remember him. I remember the big red machine, but I don't yeah. remember that. Greg is still correct. Right again, Greg. He's still the youngest. Uh, Greg, right Greg. Again. 1996 to you. Say it. 
Right again. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Two men who warned you that soccer would destroy the country. Rick and Bubba. 35 minutes past the hour. I mean, you got you to gotta give us a profit star there. We have much to do going forward. Are you driving an automobile right now that no longer has a warranty? What are you, a daredevil or something? I mean, if something goes wrong with that automobile, guess who that's going to that's gonna be on you, baby. You get that checkbook out. Uh, CarShield.com offers a protection plan that could uh, give you peace of mind as you're driving, especially these winter months. You know, there's a lot can go wrong. Oh, boy. A lot can go wrong. <clears throat> Cars don't like cold weather. A lot, lot can go wrong. Temperature extreme. Yeah, so so anyway, um, you can um, you, you can go to CarShield.com right now. Uh, CarShield.com. Spit it out there, Rick Woodchucky. And then use the code Bubba, and that's going to get you 10% off whatever protection plan that you select. Um, now they're they're different ones and they're 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 not expensive. And when you're under a protection plan, here's how it works. You're gonna love this. First of all, you're gonna get a rental car while yours is being repaired at no charge to you. You're gonna have 24/7 nationwide roadside assistance. There you go. We we love that. And then if it's a covered repair, they'll pay the ASC certified mechanic of your choice directly. Our dealership, whichever way you want to go. Uh, so so go to CarShield.com or RickandBubba.com. Find them under the, uh, the the sponsors button. If you are somewhere, you can write down the number you'd rather talk to a person. You can tell Bubba's struggling over there. Uh, we'll get a protection plan for him uh, out for just health. It sounds like one eight hundred six six five two one five seven one eight hundred six six five two one five seven. Uh, so there you go, car ship. You okay over there? Uh, I am. It, it's happened? not COVID related. I think it just had a swig of. Uh, Went to you know, drink here, go down the wrong went pile. The wrong one. Yep. No, uh, Rick, news out of Tennessee. Uh, earlier this week, uh, or last week, Tennessee hired Danny White from Central Florida to be their new AD. And Danny White didn't have to look far to come up with the Vols' new coach. They brought in Josh, how do you say his last Heipel. name? Heupel. Heupel, uh, who was the University of Central Florida's football coach. So UCF has moved to Knoxville. Well, how about that? Now, I say I, I, the UCF thing. I'm trying to keep up with it. Is it is this the second successful UCF coach? That, yeah, what happened? He took to that? over for little Scott Frost. <laughs> yeah, 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 little tiny Scott yeah, Frost. He he took him. Then Heupel took over. Was he then? And they coordinator then? I can't remember. They continue. He to was be coordinator good. somewhere. Continue to be good. Yeah, they have. And and then uh, then he goes to the Big Orange. And Heupel, if you'll remember, was Oklahoma's quarterback when they won the national championship. I did Heisman, not remember that. Heisman runner-up. No, yeah, no. yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't remember that. What yeah. year was that? And, and what's funny, he's like the rest of us. You look at him now, and he's gained weight, and he doesn't like Well, I mean, I, there's nothing funnier to me to see a very successful quarterback get fat. Yeah. You know, because but he's done a really The only job. reason I, I knew 2000 so quickly is because he he's my age, and that's when I was wrapping up college hmm. the next year. And so right. I, was, I remember following all that with him. Yeah. Of course, he wasn't as big as he is now. Was that yeah. when they, didn't they, beat, they beat Florida? Who'd they beat? Yeah, I think so. No, I know I did. I have no idea. Now, now we're stepping out. I may have made that. That's uh, 21 years ago. While at UCF the past three years, uh, they have been in the top eight nationally in scoring offense. 
They've averaged 42.2 points per game in all three seasons that he has been the head coach. Hmm. Quite a record. So we'll see. <clears throat> and I saw something the other day. Uh, How did, about, did, did Jeremy Pruitt make land with the Houston Texans? Did I see that? Hmm. As defense, right. as defense coordinator. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I thought I saw something. So, not that it was official, but that he was being considered. How are the Tennessee fans reacting to this? Do y'all know? Big orange. Um, mm. You know, I, I don't have a, a report on that, uh, but he, Rick, he is going to be the sixth coach that Tennessee has had going back to Philip Fulmer uh, at the end of the 2008 season. <laughs> You know, I saw something. Um, I can't say it. You know, the the you know, I've, I've we've kind of separated ourselves from from fandom, uh, and have kind of tried to put sports in the proper place. Now, I saw an example of fandom yesterday that was troubling, and right. I and I can't share it. What well, can you tell me? Well, you which can't team? Share it. Which team did it have to do with? I don't want to say. Hmm. But it was. Uh, <clears throat> it, it was. And I think there may be a way I can do this, and you'll know what I'm talking about without the whole audience knowing what I'm talking about. Okay. Okay. And uh, if, and Greg, there's going to be a desire from you to shout it out. Okay. Okay. I'll try to hold. So that. easy on that. Uh, and and um, and so, you know, fandom, and I think that I and Greg, you've said this. If you're in the fandom world, and I was once in it, it was once family business. I was really in it. Uh, but then, then, then I stayed in it a little while, and then I left it. Okay, yeah. I can honestly say I'm not in it anymore. And it's freeing to actually, it is freeing. you know, yeah. everything. If you'll stop making it a god, will actually be will actually be more enjoyable. Uh, so, so anyway, the um, but we said when it comes to rivalries, if you're a true fan, and there's been others say this, but Greg, you've been the one here on the show that this thing of you want your rival to do well is really. That's not fandom. No, it's I, not. I mean, you, no, you, you, you should pull against them no yeah, matter what. Yeah, because that that could be recruits they could get from you. I mean, you just want to you just want to put them in the ground. And <clears throat> um, and you were standing next to this. I, th- I thought this may be where you were going. Yeah, okay. were you surprised by that? A little bit. Would you have? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Um, I, it'll even take things that you think should be a moment where you could just be nice. You know, just to <laughs> just to wish somebody well. And uh, there was a discussion about a very friendly, kind person that happens to to pull for a team that this particular person I know, it's their rivalry. Yeah. Okay. And and it's just you know so how sometimes you see fandom you go wow fandom there it is well fandom's cruel you can smell it, it. it's mean in there yeah and this person is probably one of the kindest most unassuming not person who's the pull- victim of it or the, the victim okay. Which makes it even more. And I even, I, 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 never, never and I even thought the attacker felt the same way about the victim. It's kind of like that story I told you. That yeah, I was right. It's very similar. Okay. By the way, matter of fact, it's in that category. Oh no, 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 not not uh, okay. not the challenge. But, yeah, but, but the surprise. Wow. Yeah, that wasn't necessary. So you're going to attack him? Yeah. And and I had made a comment that this very kind, nice person, who was a fan of the other person's rivalry. Was about to, um, you know, retire from what they do for a living. No, oh, I know who it is. And uh, <laughs> and they and they said that they were going to now get to go see their team play yeah. all the time, and with no restrictions. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, because of work and responsibilities. And they were kind of excited about that. Yeah. And a person that I thought would be a, at least get a good for him. You right. Know, right. You know, or, that's well, what that, I was expecting. Well, that's great. You know what the yeah. person said? I hope he goes sees them lose every single game. I hope every game <laughs> he sees they lose. That's a true fan, though. And the attitude in which fan, he said but it, but it, Rick, but it was a little bit shocking. Maybe and, just and, keep it to yourself. The attitude in and which he said, he said it, it really kind of mean. Well, it, it was. That's that's the part that right. caught me off yeah. guard. It it's one a, thing that we just joke about, which it. also shows a true fan. It had yeah. it had an edge to it. It did. I'd really like the names <laughs> on these characters. So he hopes that every trip to the game is miserable for him. Yeah, he did. And this is a person. Yeah. Now you may be retired, Greg, but buddy, Greg, this is like oh. a friend of his. Somebody that, that he should yeah. wish well. Oh, that's Rick. That's real fan. That's real. I like that. I knew you would. It, it, Look, I mean, I was real. a little taken back by it, but but uh, you know, you can't even let him beat an out of conference team when he goes on one of these road no. trips. <laughs> do you remember? <laughs> You're going to bring up the Georgia fan yeah, SEC we championship. The Georgia, we I, I remember it to this day. And we were having small talk with this Georgia guy. And somebody said, somebody, if Bama wins, like, would you pull for him yeah. in the national championship? He said, absolutely not. He goes, Alabama winning a national championship does nothing for Georgia. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. In fact, it may be against it. He said, I will yeah. pull against Hurt your them. recruiting absolutely. if they're yeah. too yeah. close. And I thought it was a good point. Yeah, yeah. He was mad that I even asked him the question. It's, yeah. n- it's not that. It's not that. <laughs> that's as You're saying that's fandom. Right. It is. It may not be what you desire to, to walk into. But if you are one, that's that's that's, that's staying it. with it. That's being consistent. But this was surprising because I, I don't know exactly who's what, but I shocking. know the players involved. And I, can see I got it. a lot of people texting, guessing, Rick, yeah. by the way. Well, it was just shocking. I, I was just, yeah. I was like uh, – I think I, I think I've got it. Oh, of course you do. Yeah, this doesn't require a lot for us. I got, I got yeah. the victim. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you won't be shocked at the attacker. Yeah, I, I bet. Yeah, I bet. It, was, uh, now, I I, it was just surprising to me. I was like – so just – I mean, 0 and 12 – on his first year to it, go. It, Rick, again, I can't point out enough. It was the way it was said. It had some edge to it. It did. It did. So, uh, I was that way when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was a grown person. Yeah. Uh, so, we'll, uh, 15 minutes wow. to the top of the hour. More Rick and Bubba coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day without him, brother. Rick Ten Bubba, minutes Rick to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Ooh, show. Eight six six, we be big as the number. Waking on that blubber. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Uh oh. Okay, I've really, I've, I've really kicked over an ant bed over here. And you know that's not my nature. <laughs> How'd that happen? Well, you know, y'all do this. Okay, the truth right now. is the truth. Isn't it? But both of y'all say this to me right now because I need this. Rick, the reason why we did a treaty is because these things get out of hand. They do. You you are still having Rick, fun. Rick, you had 911 called at one. Okay? You are still having fun with people that are not in the treaty. And are you going to learn that these things get out of hand? Somebody, y'all need to start telling me that, and I just need to stop. I just need to stop doing it. I don't think I can say that. Um, it's uh, You kind of like it, don't no, you? Yeah, I do. All right, you want me to give you an update on how it's going? Yeah, I do. Okay. Got a text from this person's wife. Please tell me you're not talking about my husband. <laughs> no. To which I sent back, absolutely, I was. Oh, my goodness, I'm so embarrassed and so disappointed. And I put back, me too, it wasn't very Jesus-like. <laughs> and I thought that would be the ha-ha moment. Yeah, yeah. I just left him a very long message telling him that I'm very disappointed. 
think I'm in. Yeah, I think you pretty yeah. much that y'all can count that as a win. <laughs> mm. Mm. You know, this one is. I'm on, just staying out of it. This one is only. This is not as good as the time that this friend of mine left his phone and I got a hold of it and started going through his contacts and sending out texts. Okay, well, that's were, one of my favorites. That's foul. Gosh, it was good. It's over the line, but it was good. That's you said Kate's does that to you. Oh, he does it to me all the time. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I, I, it's iPhone. I did that face recognition thing. Well, that's me too. I, I, at one time, he'll I, text people and say, "Hey, man, I, I need to talk to you. I need, I need help, stuff like that." Yeah. Call me call right me. away. Yeah. It, it, I think he did it to you one time for my did. phone. We he were sure hunting did. somewhere. It was like in the middle <clears> of the night or something. Yeah. Uh, I was. Um, Y'all were out hunting in the middle of the night. No, no, we were like, we were oh, in the cabin at that yeah. point. But we oh, were. I didn't know what you mean. Well, we may have been out of spotlighting. The uh, I was. Uh, <laughs> it was late too. Yeah. Hey, I, I need mean, you to call me some merch yeah, or something like that. It was from Greg, so right. I'm thinking, goodness mm-hmm. gracious, I need to. I know. This and up. Kate said your phone. No, Greg, I, I was the same way. I found it to be a hassle to have to always do the password or have to do the face. Yeah. But I. But once I did this, I knew I was now. Marked for 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 revenge. Yeah. So yeah. I have it now, because and I and I get it. I mean, you know, yeah. if, you're, if you're not in the treaty, it gets out of hand. This is why we have the treaty. Because because at least see, I work with y'all. We can't live under this at work. No, well, you can't yeah. function. No. Uh-uh. Yeah. And so it looks like that one's just out out of the gate, and the bull is running. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I've got quite a day ahead. He's probably mm-hmm. in some meeting right now, getting mm-hmm. terrible texts from mm-hmm. his wife. Yep, that'll come back around. Mm-hmm. Well, it was a didn't it was a funny story I thought. No, it was, it, it, it it was, was worth funny. it. And it and it, yeah, and it, and it, it takes it takes on what are the the topic we've talked about a lot fandom. Yeah. Fandom Rick, did did I, I was confused did he say that to that person's mm-hmm. face or mm-hmm. just no, to you? No, no, okay. no, no just to, us. to us. Yeah. Did I clarify that in my text? Uh, oh my goodness. <laughs> Please look what I put up. That's hilarious. That is hilarious. I want to point out both of y'all go to church with him. No, that's funny. That is the old. Both of y'all used to go to church with him. Yeah, sure. Well, yeah. he'll settle. Some uncomfortable where, area stay. Wherever, wherever, wherever he settles, he'll have a new, he'll have a new beginning. <laughs> the, uh, so um, that was a. Uh, I mean, I just thought, you know, it was, it's okay to be happy for somebody in a moment, even in fandom. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can at least let your team win non-conference games, can't you? Yeah, <laughs> come on. You go, all games? Yeah, right. <laughs> well, but, there's some situations where a team might hurt your team. Mm-hmm. But I, I really don't even think that's an example where they're – I mean, they're not even checking up on that. Now. Well, but they're rivals. I mean, it, yeah. it, there's a disdain there that goes way back. Sure, sure. A rivalry is fun. It can be a lot of fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just don't let it get out. At of one point, Rick, I, in my mind, had had him actually cussing about it. Mm-hmm. I hope they lose every game. Uh-oh. He didn't do that. Oh, yeah, he didn't do look, that. No, but yeah. his attitude, well, I inserted well, that in there. Right. It's like, my well, goodness, look, he's a true fan. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's a true fan. He is that. So, uh, all right. <laughs> Another thing we're talking about too, and, and Adler made this point. And when I first saw it, I assumed I was wrong, which I normally do because I'm, you know, I'll be, I won't be informed sometimes on yeah. things I'm not all that interested in. You know, like most of us are, I guess. I'm not that interested in. I'm probably not well informed. Uh, but you know, because I know the whole political game. Everything yeah. Biden does is right. If you're a Biden person, everything that the other team did is wrong. It's just like fandom. Oh yeah. So when Biden has this new commitment to how many people he wants to get vaccinated every day, and I'm assuming that people are writing this stuff for him now. And and Adler made the point, and I and I, and I thought the same thing, but I thought I, there's no way I'm right on that. Uh, you know, I almost was giving credit. When, it, when I guess it wasn't due, 
didn't the number he threw out what we're already doing and have already done? Haven't we already given? I mean, so what are you talking about, Rick? You're gonna have to clarify that. I know he said he was going to do a uh, hundred million vaccinations in his first hundred yeah, days. A million a day. Yeah, for the first yeah. hundred days. Yeah. And, and then we'll, he also released the other day that they can't stop the curve. So, and, so Speedy has sent me. Well, he had uh, there was a thing on social media about what yeah. he had said eight months into the pandemic he was going to do, and now what he's saying now it's totally opposite. Totally so, but he threw because he's the, saying you can't control this. It's yeah. a, a, so he threw out someone the number, else was in charge. It was their fault. Wasn't the number he threw out? He wanted to do one point five million people a day, and I'm looking at the well, list. Well, he said a million to start with, and then the reporter said, "Well, why not one point five? And that's when he said, "Come on, man! But, 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 come on, man! Give but, me a break but, here." But here's the problem. I'm looking come right on, now. Man. On January the 1st, we did 1.65. On January, look over here. On one day, we did over 2 million. 1.7 on on the 24th, uh, 2 million on the 14th, 1.8 on the 13th. I mean, we've already eclipsed that number on a daily basis. I mean, we were eclipsing it before he made it into office. Before he ever got into office. I mean, what what are we doing? In other words, he should have said, we're just going to keep doing what we're doing. Right. So when he, it comes he, to the vaccine, is, this is that FedEx commercial. Yeah. Yes. Hey, yeah. Kid. He's claiming that he wants to get this many people va- vaccinated today, but that was already done before he was. It was happening part- in December. Yeah. So that, maybe that's why the reporter asked him and said, "Won't you bump it up a little?" Because that's already happening. Yeah, do you, yeah. Yeah. I think it's probably the reporter trying to look after him. Don't you think? Who knows? He said, yeah. "Give me a break, man." Yeah, that he, that the guy's <laughs> got. On, you, you think he was doing that deal where you're like, "Hey, you need to." Yeah, you need to bump it. You up. need to. Well, honestly, if I look at these daily numbers, he'd have to go over two million to do something. We we we, we did two million and something one day. He'd have to get up to two point five or something to really be doing something new. Hey, Joy, they love each other. That's all that <laughs> matters. Hey, Joy, they love each other. They love each other, Joy. Come yeah, on, yeah. Pop. got yeah. hairy legs. <laughs> yeah. So I, I also Biden. Remember when he said that he would. Uh, he would never ban fracking. You remember that one? Never. I ain't going to uh, ban it. I ain't going to ban fracking. Trying to get that vote, I guess. Joy, they need to frack. Uh, he, he has issued a 60-day moratorium on uh, federal land drilling. despite Which saying, includes fracking. Which, which, that's just, in there, yes. Now, now, that's after he's already killed thousands of jobs by canceling uh, the uh, the Keystone pipeline. They got something. Watch the gas price. Yeah. Keep an eye on them. Great. You know the only the, the only problem, and I really haven't heard this addressed uh, much in the national <coughs> media, at least with his people, mm-hmm. that sixty percent of each barrel of oil goes to making plastics, not gasoline. Right. You so that when up you kill times. when you kill the pipeline, you're yeah, killing plastics. medical supplies, syringes, tubing, all that kind of stuff we need for. Uh, the, look, when it comes to plastics, the medical community gets a they huge do. part of it. They, they, they love each other, Joey. Joey. Love each other. So he was just saying the other day they wanted to up the number of syringes made, mm-hmm. but you're going to cut out ah. the oil that you're making it with. I, you know, Joe, something's got to give there. You know, you're getting bad. <laughs> Is this this thing where he keeps declaring moratoriums on things where he, things where you can think about it? Yeah, yeah. He, he stops yeah. them and says, "Let me think." We got to look at it. We got to review it. Got to. You know it. what I say to him? The folks that have these jobs love each other, Joe. They do. They love each other. They love their family, Joe. They love their income, Joe. They like paying their bills. They like paying their bills, Joe. They like paying a dollar eighty to two dollars a gallon, Joe. Yeah. I'm in that camp. Yep. Did your granddaddy ever talk to you about people needing their jobs and <laughs> cost to be down? Did, did you you know, gran- they love their job, Rick. Right. They just love <laughs> their job. I said they love a job, eh, Joey? Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 
Radio's Dream Team. Rick Burgess, Bill Bubba Bussy, Calvin Speedy Wilburn, The Real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler. Here we go, six minutes past the hour. Phone calls coming in this hour at 866 We Be Big. Harry Murdahl is set up and ready to go this hour. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all here. Wednesday Bible study back today, uh, 1 o'clock Eastern, noon Central Time, on our live on our YouTube channel, and then archived soon after, and those links will be available, made available as they are every week all across the Rick and Bubba social media platforms. Welcome back, Bill Bubba Bus. Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for joining us for the Rick and Bubba extravaganza. Rick, a quick update on something. A okay. uh, question earlier, a gentleman had called about the vaccine. Do they take it right out of the minus 180 and pop it in your arm and all that stuff? Um, I have an email from a nurse who administers this. She says uh, you remove it from cold storage. It sits for 10 minutes. Then you reconstitute it with saline. Okay. Then you draw up individual doses. It does have a time limit. Uh, that once you mixed it, once you mix it with saline, you, uh, you have six hours. If you go over the six-hour time limit, you must destroy it. Okay. So yeah, and that's kind of what we thought about that. They, they didn't just take it yeah. right out of there and yeah. throw it to you. And uh, and I'll wait on this because I want to. I, I like. I think this is one of those things that would be good <laughs> for. You, I like that. Yeah, for uh, for us to put in show notes. This thing yeah. you gave me. I, I've oh, been yeah. looking that over, and he's a good source. Somebody yeah, yeah. Trust. I think so that's we'll, we'll very that, yeah. uh, very interesting <laughs> because we're. I sent you the other thing that Betty had showed me last night. <laughs> now that one, I may not. And, I may not put as much stress. Well, in, yeah, I know, yeah, yeah, but yeah. but that's why the the fact that that kind of thing's out there while right. I, while I felt oh, that look. this was important. Oh man, you. Hey, hey and we've covered it. We've covered this on the show before. Mm-hmm. I, I think we're we're really really getting off in the weeds here with some of this. Yeah. Well, and, and what we're talking about now is the you know the the some of the stuff you're hearing about the vaccine and all the different uh, conspiracy theories and and there's always concern about any kind of uh, use of vaccines. We want to use them you know wisely. We want to have as much information on them as we can. We don't want to overuse them. Uh, and uh, anyway, but there's been some people talking about the, the the moral convictions involving this on on the research and where these vaccines come from, mainly involving the, the topic of abortion. And so um, uh, Al Mohler, who is uh, you know very very uh, thought of by most people as a reliable source and a great man of God and uh, and uh, has a grasp of scripture and all this. So he's he's re- he wrote an article back in December about the people concerned about some of this and. And we'll get it and put it out, and I'll give it to Hams, and he can go look at it. And we put it in show notes today for you. We don't have it there yet because I'm doing this without telling Hams. But I want you to know what Bub and I were talking about. And we'll get that, and we'll get it to you. And then you can read some of the things that uh, that uh, Albert Moeller said about it, and uh, and listen to it. And and it's really along the lines of what Bub has been saying all along about these different strands of research that have been going on for a very, very long time, even even coming from other countries. Uh, so let's go to um, – and, and a listener had sent this to us. I didn't, yeah. didn't dig it up, but it, I felt like it was a more fair discussion than anything I've seen. Well, and Moeller is also a, a reliable source. You know, sometimes you get something and you look at it and go, man, this, this is some points. Then you find out the person who put it out, you're like, well. Yeah, and we're not talking about the guy in the X-Files. No, we're it's not. Different no, 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 we're talking yeah. Uh, all right, so let's uh, let's go to Crybaby in California. Crybaby, Crybaby, <laughs> how are you today? Orange man, bad. Orange man, mean. Orange man, hurt my feelings. <laughs> Crybaby, <laughs> that's <was> funny. Orange <laughs> man, that is funny. Uh, to uh, to Wes, 
And lines are available, <laughs> and we'll get them to, to Murdoch. Thank you for that. That was so uh, West and Spanish Fort. West, go ahead. Yeah, y'all were talking about the Biden plan to um, 100 days, 100, back, uh, 100 million vaccines. I, you can look up the daily totals, and I can't find it easily now. But um, there was one day before the inauguration where we administered like 1.3 or 1.2 million vaccines already. Yep. So, and the White House is using an average. They're saying he only did – you know, Trump only did 500,000, but it was a ramp up. So they're not looking at the days right before the inauguration. They're looking at everything at the beginning when it was real low. And then after yeah. those together, say he only did like 500,000. Yeah. Well, that's why well, we, that's, that's why we were giving you these, uh, these stats, because as you said, you look before the 19th of January and, and we're, we're over 2 million on some of those days. Uh, and this was all happening while before Biden was ever in his administration were ever sworn in. They're playing with the numbers. Yeah, so they're playing mm-hmm. games with the numbers. And really, and and this is how goofy they they are. Mm-hmm. They're not playing with them high enough. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, if you're going to throw out a number, somebody needs to say, "Oh, by the way, don't throw out anything below two five. Well, <laughs> you, I mean, I mean, so, you know, that's the problem. The, <laughs> yeah. the old saying, "Numbers don't lie," but how you use them can be right. Um, you, you know, there again, you you can you can manipulate this data to make any point you want to instead of just being honest. Well, but what you should do as an American, just so they don't play these kind of games with you, you know, the, the FedEx commercial, well, you just said the same thing I said. Yeah, but I moved my arm. Uh, is these daily numbers, we pulled them up in no amount of time and have them right here on our phones, and you can do that too. Mm-hmm. So if you want to pull up these daily numbers, and, and I, this is not some big issue, uh, I, I mean, again, let's just get the vaccine out and let's make sure it's safe and let's get on the other side of this pandemic. I don't really care who gets credit for it. But if people are trying to take, take credit or trying to play with numbers, now more than ever, with reliable sources, we as the American people must be informed. Mm-hmm. So when we see somebody trying to do a propaganda game, we go, well, that's not right. I mean, I, I know that we've already passed that number. Uh, why, why is he acting like that's some big deal? Uh, but let's let's just get it done. I'm I'm all for it. And look, I understand that now. Uh, you know, you you're allowed good news involving the pandemic now. Right. We don't have to squash everything that comes right. out. Right. Yeah. So so I think because I, Orange Man bad. Yeah. <laughs> Orange Man bad. All things bad. So so I understand that it it doesn't diminish that it's still very serious. I mean, we we were talking about friends that that we've already uh, you know had to. Uh, later rests uh, that COVID took them out, or things indirectly related to COVID, but 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 COVID played a, a game in getting them down and losing their life. So we understand the seriousness of it. But I'm I'm almost you know even though it's fair or not fair, I am thankful. Of course, you know if we're allowed to have good news now, if Governor Newsom can open up California now when nothing changed uh, on the cases. As a matter of fact, it seems like at one point the cases after the Christmas uh, spike were even worse. And now he's saying everybody can go back to work. I understand the hypocrisy of all that, but I'm just glad it's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and uh, but but I understand that. Just inform yourself so you know what's going on, and uh, and that way you can you know kind of discern this stuff yourself. Uh, let's go to uh, mm, careful with that one. Uh, let's go to Larry. Just the name alone in, in Florida. Larry, go ahead. Good morning, Rick Bubba and Company. Yes, sir. Back to baseball. Uh, I got a bit of trivia for you. I know you've got some pretty knowledgeable sports guys there. Uh, uh, there was a young man left Clinton, Alabama, went to Atlanta, Georgia, and pitched for their baseball team. And he went to Cincinnati and pitched when the world run the World Series. 
with played with Johnny Bench, uh, Pete Rose, and the gang, and uh, he was a relief pitcher. What was his name? Gary Vines. <laughs> no. uh, hey, hey, no, hey, I pitched in a semi pro team down here in Clinton. <laughs> and told my well, Gary team. might know him. His name was Clay Carroll. His nickname was the Hawk. Oh, and the Hawk. He's a relief uh-huh. pitcher for uh, Cincinnati Reds from Clinton, Alabama. They called me the turkey. That's what he had on his tag. Right? <laughs> I was going to guess Stan Musel, but I, that was not correct. We'll you got back. Stan Musel from Clanton? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> hey, no, Greg, Stan the man. He used to work down there at the hardware store at Old Man Wiggins. <laughs> <laughs> and down here at the cafe. Shitty cafe. Shitty cafe. <laughs> I'll take the country fried steak. People didn't know Clayton Kershaw was from uh, Jemison, either. No. Lots of lies to well-kept secret. <laughs> Your phone calls <laughs> are next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings 20 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. Phone calls coming in, and you can join us right now. Let's have a little. Let's have a little chat. All lines are available. Auburn, uh, I'm sorry. That's um, Florence. Adam and Florence, W L A Y. Hey, Adam, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Thanks for your patience. Oh, good morning. Thank you, guys. This is the first time caller. All right, hey, 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 hey. All right, Adam, you have the floor. I I, I listened to y'all discuss some of the you know bright things that Biden's already done with the jobs and the economy, helping the economy so far. But what, how do y'all feel about the $15 an hour minimum wage? Uh, you know, I don't know where we grab that number out of the sky uh, because, you know, if 15, you know, will help people, 20 would help them more. Uh, so, I, you know, it's all kind of, you know, these, these things we throw out. I don't think it is going to be a good thing because it's almost like, you know, and, and we've had, I understand the, Entry-level jobs, you want them to pay more. I remember when I had an entry-level job, I was like, minimum wage is not enough, so you know what I did? I worked to actually be paid more. Um, and, and a lot of places, if you deem yourself of being uh, a value and they don't want to lose you, you know, your, your, your pay will go up. So, but this thing of let's create this, this uh, fake world where people can get entry-level jobs that pay $15 an hour and it, won't, it will not impact the cost of products that we're all consuming – uh, it won't reduce the number of people who have a job. That somehow uh, a small business, especially medium to small business, is going to take on this higher expense, and somehow nothing changes. That's a fantasy world, uh, and we already know. And, and I've experienced it. I'm sure other people experienced it. What happens is there'll just be fewer people, or or and Bubba brought this one up, and we remember this move. We, you and I went through it in in, in our business. Hourly will go away, and you'll become a salary yeah. employee, and uh, and you'll get paid less than minimum wage by the and number of hours, more hours, the yeah. number of hours you put in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and I know Fact. we've had we've had the folks call, and the lady called before, very passionate about it, uh, and and she makes some valid points. Oh, but yeah, sure, it's not the total picture, and you know, just my personal experience, it has cost people jobs. I I don't really think it's the government's job to set an artificial. Uh, wage and then well, what happens then it gets interpreted by a lot of people well that's what I ought to make for my whole life it doesn't 
it, you know, I can't, I can't pay my bills with this. Well, it's an introductory wage. That's why you should try to get uh, move up the, the path. But I don't know. I, I think our all of our hearts are in the right place. We want people to have jobs. We want them to be able to pay mm-hmm. yeah. their bills. We want them to, to be able to earn a living. But I just don't know that this is the way to do it. I, I think competition for these workers is what will raise the the hourly rate, not an artificial dictation from Washington, D.C. Well, and the reason why not coming from Washington won't work is, is back to the other things we've talked about. Guess what else Washington is going to do, especially – uh, when the left takes over in their administration, just the general tenets of the, of the left's worldview, they like a big government. They like a lot of regulation. They like the government getting involved. They like higher taxes. They don't like lower corporate tax rates. Um, so all those things will go up, and they'll demand that you pay a higher a higher hourly rate. But yet the 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 numbers that the business owner has to make a profit or to have something left at the end, those things don't change. So if I've got my I've got my margins together, and I was talking with a small business owner yesterday, and his margins are extremely tight. And we were talking about how tight they were. And he was talking about, yeah, you may look up here and see that this amount of money came in, but let me tell you how much money my cost of living is went back out, and here's the number I'm left with. Yeah, that's what enough. matters. Yeah. You know, but what the left would do is just talk about what money I brought in, but they won't talk about what I had left after I had to pay my overhead and my and my taxes and all these things and. And so what and, we're going to all the costs that go to nothing to do with generating your product or service. Yeah. So some of y'all need to just listen. If you want it to be this way, that's okay. It, but you got to understand what it means. It's it's not this is not a cartoon. Mm-hmm. So right now, what you're going to say to the small businessman is your corporate rate is going up, or to the businessman, the corporate rate's going up, the price of gasoline's going up, your individual taxes are going up, uh, and uh, and and we also. Uh, want you to pay Social Security. We want you to pay payroll taxes, and we want you to pay the the hourly employees fifteen dollars an hour minimum. Now, just like the corporate tax rate, tax rate y'all get all fired up about on the left, it's okay as long as you're saying I'm willing to pay more for products because that's what's going to happen. It's okay to say there'll be fewer people working, but the ones that are working will get be, being paid more. Okay. And it's okay to say you're going to pay more at the gas pump. If you're willing to do all those things, then you're, you're consistent in your worldview. Mm-hmm. But that is how it works. And, and I know you think that there's a top 1%, these magical, evil, wealthy people that you've all been trained to hate, along with Orange Man. Hmm. But those people that you, that you want to hate, that's not where this revenue is going to come from. They're already paying more taxes than anybody else, so to with get the exception of Amazon, yeah, with the exception of Amazon, who who votes for the left, but so it's going <laughs> to come. It's going just like free college. Bubba said this a thousand times. You're going to pay for college. There's no such thing as free college. You'll pay. You'll pay for it through higher taxes. You'll pay for the new hourly rate through higher cost. You'll pay for the higher corporate rate through higher cost. You'll pay for us stopping drilling and stopping fracking and cutting off the pipeline. You'll pay for that on your energy bills and at the pump. You, everybody listening to this show, will pay for that. And if that's okay with you, then that's fine. That's consistent, and we would disagree. And not, you know, and and if you're okay with our government just just continuing to go into debt on programs and things that we can't afford, if you don't care about that, then then it's consistent. 
But if you think that the top one percent that somehow you're gigging them as you as you go <laughs> and move on with your life like you've done something, you just don't understand how it works. Well, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Um, there are people who, and we even have a book out now that's come out that said Trump was a agent of the Russians. You know, mm-hmm. it's just it's just ridiculous some of it. But um, if let me ask you this: Who does it help more on the planet than anybody else if we slow down our oil and gas production? Oh, the Middle East and anybody else and who, Russia and Russia, whoever the Middle East is going to have their yeah. cut of the pie. Russia has a fledgling oil industry right, too. That's true, and they are struggling. We hurt them the most and, by and keeping it, on. It, we hurt them the most by having successful exports. So we're helping Russia. I mean, that ain't even up for debate. We're helping Russia when we cut back because they're not cutting back for some pie in the sky green deal. They don't care. They don't believe in it. They know it ain't no. true. So I mean, if anybody is actually playing into the Russian hands. It's the U.S. with the Biden administration. Yeah. I mean, you'd say whatever you want to say behind the mic. Mm-hmm. You can say whatever you want to about your call with Putin and how you called him on the rug for this and that. Of course, we none of us heard the tape. You wouldn't release that. But what you really do is what matters. You can call for unity, but if you will not meet in the middle on some issues, you're not building a bridge to mm-hmm. unity. You're throwing gas on a fire. So, so much for unity. And I know how they get you to go along with it because what, what we said about all the high costs and everything, it really doesn't seem to make sense, especially on one hand you're saying I don't make enough money. But what, what they're doing, and I, you know, I know how they do it, and they've done it for as long as they've been in existence, they're convincing you that all these things you're going to have to pay for are worth it, especially on the energy side, because you're saving the planet. And because you're, you're – Well, Russia appreciates it. Yeah. Now, we're going to get in all kinds of agreements about the planet. Of course, China uh, and Russia – are not going to be involved in it, or India, some of the biggest polluters on the, on the planet. They're not held to the same standard we are, by and, the way. And what we're going to do with Europe and, and ourselves and, and Canada is just think we're being sharp. We're going to think we're just so wonderful. Look look at us and our agreement. And then over there, the, these other countries that, just, that, that couldn't care less because they don't buy this planet thing, they're laughing as we hurt ourselves and make ourselves less competitive against them. Mm-hmm. But, hey, we saved the earth, though. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six. We be big is our number. MyPillow.com. A couple of great items available right now. They're brand new, and you can save money with all of them uh, by uh, by going to. Uh, MyPillow.com. Use that promo code Bubba where it says radio listeners. Uh, they, they're now um, offering two-piece pajama sets uh, with that same comfort and commitment to comfort. Uh, MyPillow loungewear sets, weighted blankets, waffle blankets, down comforters. All these are available now, the same quality we expect from MyPillow, uh, at 30% off using the promo code Bubba where it says radio listeners. Some new products are in addition to all their great items. You know, they have like the bathrobes and the towels and the sheets and the pillows and mattress toppers. It's all fantastic. And you can find savings uh, when you go to radio listeners at mypillow.com and use the promo code Bubba. Something new also for your children. Uh, they've they've added children's Bible story pillows. Have you seen these? Really cool. And you can get them at 50% off, half price, with the promo code Bubba by going to mypillow.com. 
and clicking on radio, radio listeners and using that code. Don't forget, they all come with the MyPillow 60-day money-back guarantee. Uh, so uh, go to radio listeners at MyPillow.com, take the code Bubba, and let the savings begin. Or you can go to RickandBubba.com and check the sponsors button. Check those new items. I think you're going to love those. Uh, let's go to Bob. Uh, Bob, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go right ahead. Thanks for your patience. Hey, yeah, Bob. Hey, Bobby. Hey, hey, I got uh, a question uh, for Bubba. All right. You know, when you when you small going down the road, you know, you roll the window down, stick your hand out, act like it was an airplane flying in the wind. <laughs> if the space shuttle travels around the Earth at 17,500 miles an hour, when they step out to do a spacewalk, what keeps them from, like, adios, amigos? Well, they <laughs> You know, that's a great question. I love how you ask it, too. Hey, hey, where'd he go? So, uh, when, <laughs> you, when you put your arm out the window of a moving car, you have air that you're, you have the pressure of the air. In space, there's no air. There's nothing they're moving against. So that's why you don't see any resistance when they step out. All right, I, I don't think that caused any problems. I think I, you said that straight. I, he didn't get all boy, the with it. So you're short, fine. It was short. You're fine. I love how you Rick didn't have time here. to look out the window. Uh-uh. Nothing. Uh-uh. The sleeves yeah. can stay. Uh, you know, they, they, they've even stepped out going faster than 17,000. They stepped out on the way to the moon before, and it was, you know, what, 21? Yeah. What does it take to get out of Earth's orbit? 21,000? Here we go. I, think they were t- I think they were 24,000 coming back from the moon. You should have just enough. stopped. They were hauling, hey, by the way. That's enough. You had that haircut? That's, that's hauling. Hey, you know, easy spikes. <laughs> easy spikes. There's uh, Bubba right there. There he is. How about when you shoot a bullet and you beat it? <laughs> that's pretty good, isn't it? Uh, let's go to Andy in the great state of Mississippi. Andy, go ahead. That's all real. Hey, Sandy, go ahead. Sandy. Question for you. If we take the minimum wage people and move them to $15 an hour, let's just for simplicity say it's a $7 increase. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm more than that. I make, let's say, hey, $25 an hour. Right. Are they going to give me the additional $7 an hour? No. No. And that's where the problem lies because most people, when they do a good job, they come off that minimum wage pretty quick because, the, like I said earlier, the people want to keep them. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm across the street and you've got a really good employee, and you're saying I'm going to pay them seven? What is it now? Seven twenty-five, seven fifteen? What's the minimum? Something like that. Yeah, and it's just say seven dollars, just mm-hmm. rounded off. And I and I say, I tell you what, you come over here, I'll give you ten, ten dollars an hour. Uh, and then you're like, okay. So, but if you get to fifteen, and somebody's like, man, I'm just, we all we're all the same. I mean, you, you, there's no motivation to get people to say, hey, man, I'm I'm going to do a good job so I can get somebody to pay me more than this because. And then if you're making twenty, you don't go to twenty-seven. Uh, no, the, the the seven is only is only mm-hmm. seven twenty five is the minimum now, and so we're almost. We're, I mean, we're we're going to double it. I'm sure yeah, it'll I mean, be phased in over some period of time, yeah. but still. And again, I, I understand there's people that will look at it emotionally. Well, so and so is making this amount. Mm-hmm. How can they pay for rent? How can they pay mm-hmm. for child no, support? How can they? You know, how can they? How can they? I, and I understand that, but. It's unrealistic to say that they're magically going to cure all their ills by giving them that amount because, as you pointed out, Rick, mysteriously now, we've seen that increase go through the whole uh, whole job pool. And your gasoline's going to cost more. Your milk at the store's going to cost more. It all goes up. And, and, you know, I'm amazed at the people who think this free education thing, you don't pay for it. And I've, I've, I've been on this a thousand times. If my education is free, all right, it's free. I get out in the workforce, 
my taxes are higher because they're paying for somebody else's education. Correct. So I'm really paying for somebody else's instead of mine. I still bought an education. Right. You just it was bought just it deferred. Yeah. Yeah. You, you might as well. And and, and, and and you know what? If people wanted to sign up for that, a program like that, I'd be all for it. If mm-hmm. they wanted to volunteer. I, I want a free education, but when I get a job and I get out, I'll pay X amount a year until I've paid for somebody else's. Problem is the cost of it's gone up, so you're going to pay more than what yeah. yours was. You just save money to bought yours. Yeah, you'd been better off just to buy it straight up. No, no free lunch. It doesn't exist. Somebody still got to cook the potatoes, Rick. It doesn't exist. (laughs) So you're better Mm -hmm. off to let the free market raise people's salaries and and create jobs as government mandated stuff like the green movement when when they just feel like something should be that way, but there's no market for it. But and and how would that happen? Like we've talked about, if you have two businesses, three that are doing the same thing, they're going to want the best people. So they're going, and they don't want to lose people. They don't have to spend money rehiring them. So they're going to offer people who are good more money. The people who are losing employees are going to go, hey, we got to we got to offer these people more money because we're losing money retraining people so soon, and we're losing customers. So they'll put more money into their uh, their line item for salaries, and that's how you 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 make a real substantial change. Not an artificial edict sent down from DC. Never yeah. works, and you're right. The, because just it think, just doesn't. I, I mean, I've like, been you, in you, it. You, I've you, seen you, it. Well, look, you can do it in your own business because of COVID. It's sadly it's happened a lot in your own business. Talked yesterday with some business owners that were they were pandemic sensitive, meaning a pandemic mm-hmm. completely destroyed how they make a living. The things that happened with the pandemic affected them directly and devastating. Okay. So guess what you see at this place going up and down the hall? Empty offices. Mm-hmm. Do you know why? Because their group of, of people has now been reduced by half and then reduced again. So how are they trying to make it? By reducing, say it with me, overhead. Mm-hmm. Okay, if there's not more coming in and costs are where they always are, then you have to make that number even out. Mm-hmm. So if it's happened in your own business now, this is going to cause that to happen another way. You go, wow, they just told me that my, my, my cost just went up. So then what do you do? So my, in, my, my coming in didn't go up, but my cost went up. So now I've got to tr- get more coming in, which would be prices going up. Right. Or I've got to cut down overhead, meaning <laughs> instead of 10 people making 725, I now have five people making 15. Mm-hmm. And then those people, you know, because guess what was going on in the offices at the business I was at yesterday that was still open? Folks in there working long, long hours. Sure. You know sure. why? Their team's gone. Yep. So, now, so now they got to cover it. And, Rick, so, how about this? I, I'll and, even and, give you another example that, that if this plays out. And, and, again, one of the things that I, I really don't like is the fact that if you oppose this, you're somehow against people and working people. And that's simply not the case. I'm, I'm for jobs we, being available for everybody. We have the same desire, the same goal, but we definitely have a different way to get to it. Uh, well, let's say this. Let's say that there's a business owner, Rick, and he is making money. He's making a profit, and he's been able to you know, afford some extra things in life. And this comes along, and it jacks up the cost. So then he has to go um, – <laughs> And one dad texted me. He said, I'm about to fire my son if it goes to 15 hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So let, let's say that this comes along, and he doesn't he doesn't fire anybody. He keeps everybody, but his profit margin is now mm-hmm. cut back severely. So he has to go home to his wife and say, look, we're going to have to tighten our belt. Well, good. He's a rich SOB. You ought to tighten his belt. <laughs> you know what I mean, right? Yeah, right. That's, so what, that's so, the way they train you to think. So yeah. what does he do? What does he do? They look at their budget, and they cut out things they can do without. We're going to get rid of the guy who's cleaning our swimming pool. We're going to get yep. rid of the guy who cuts our yard. Yep. We're going to start doing that. My son's going to do it. I'll do the weeding, whatever. We're going to get rid of this service. The cleaning people yep. who come, we're going to cut them back. You're going to, the wife, you're going to stay home. You're going to do it. You're still costing people jobs. Oh, well, don't Do forget, you not see that? Well, don't it forget goes, this, above him. You know where else he's not going? <laughs> he's not going on those vacations he goes on every time he gets a three-day weekend. He's not going down to your resort. He's not coming to your beach. He's not going to your lake. Well, I'm Where, just, he's not eating in your restaurant when he normally goes on mm-hmm. vacation. But, yeah. but I'm just talking about the entry level job people who, who they say they're wanting to help. I saved and gave people more money at my business who are on entry level jobs, but I cut back services that I'm using of yep. others. Yep. It, you can't. It's just you can't get away from it. No. It just keeps working itself out. You have and to know people how a lot smarter than me have looked at this over and over and over. But I'm going to say this. This isn't that complicated to understand if you look at it from a city student from Calhoun County. This is pretty elementary things. It's just we've gotten to the point now we won't think more than a half a step ahead. Yeah, I, yeah. I've nicknamed that an upcut. Yeah. You, you're going to get an upcut if you don't get a lower cut. That's good. Yep. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. And here we go, nine minutes to the top of the hour, rough cut, 30 seconds a pop, uh, and we'll roll you through here, and 30 seconds is going to be king, meaning there are no timeouts, and we'll wrap this hour up, and for a lot of you, we'll wrap the day up. For others, there may be more Rick and Bubba coming up. Don't forget Wednesday Bible study today, as we do most every Wednesday right there live on the YouTube channel. It'll be archived soon after and put out on podcast and YouTube. Let's start with Belinda in Gadsden, Bubba, where it all Belinda. began. 30 seconds of popping. Uh, it is 30 seconds. It's king, so get right to the meat and go. Good morning, guys, hey. and thank you for taking the call. Our pleasure. Hey, uh, I would like to see our elected officials, you were talking about uh, the minimum wage and such, improving the program for our youth the hundreds of thousands of kids a year that come out of foster care or because you're 18 years old, you're an adult, and you throw them to the wolves. We need to help our kids and and come up with better programs and opportunities. You know, Belinda, I know 30 seconds wasn't kind. I'd, I'd need a yeah. lot more information on mm-hmm. that. I understand the sentiment, but, boy, that's a that sounds like a complicated issue. Mm-hmm. Jim in New York, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Okay. Everybody who lives in tornado country should have a good helmet at home for every member of the family. An mm-hmm. ER nurse from Oklahoma City once told me that saves more lives because of damage, flying damage against the head. And so if anybody has an old football helmet they don't, don't need anymore, their kids are outgrown, maybe donate it to some poor family that can't afford it because helmets save lives in a tornado instance, as we saw, unfortunately, in Alabama a few days ago. And uh, I wish everybody had one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we've been proponents of that for many, many years. Yeah. Uh, the, if you look at the data of injuries, overwhelmingly it is head injuries, uh, fatalities in that. So, um, yeah, a simple motorcycle helmet or something could uh, make a big difference because even the smallest obstacles 
uh, become very dangerous in tornadic winds. I don't know if you saw there was a guy holding a, a piece of sheetrock up uh, from this tragic uh, tornado in Fultondale, Alabama, where a baseball cap went through the sheetrock. Wow. John in Birmingham, 30 seconds. Uh, go ahead, John. What's, uh, what's on your mind today? Hey, my question is, is for the companies that the employees already get paid more than $15 an hour, say CDLs, plumbers, electricians, right. what is the boss man going to have to do to those employees because it don't affect the minimum wage, but the cost is going to go up with that company. So is it going to cut people and everybody else is going to have to work higher hours or they have to has been there the least most of the time they have to make some changes sometimes they can absorb a little bit in their bottom line most of the time they make other arrangements in their uh, cost of of the people in that company it may be through salary employees it may be through uh you know a variety of things yeah never miss only the left will tell you they'll get you a, a lower minimum wage and then they'll raise the cost of everything you have to buy with it mm-hmm. Or a higher minimum wage. I mean, yeah. yeah, a higher minimum wage and then raise the cost of everything you're now going to have to buy with it, and therefore you get nothing. Yeah. I mean, you didn't go forward. You went from, hey, I'm at $15 uh, an hour. Yay! But but I was paying 180 a gallon for gas. Now I'm paying $4. Yeah, watch the price If watch you want to help people, of, lower the cost of things. <laughs> watch mm-hmm. the price of gas, how it will track with this. John on I-65, another John. John, 30 seconds. Hey, go ahead. John- Hey, good morning. Uh, talking about minimum wage, if you want an excellent explanation of how minimum wage affects the economy, go to hillsdale.edu and enroll in their Economics 101 class. I have been listening to this, and Gary Wolfram does an excellent job of breaking it down, the free market economy, what minimum wage, what government intervention does. I highly recommend that course. It's free, easy listening. Thank you. Yeah, they do a great job. I hear great things about Hillsdale. Jim in Alabama. Jim, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, guys. Um, as a small business owner that has about eight employees, and they range in, in minimum wage from seven twenty five to about $12, in the sense of fairness, if I raise it to 15 what happens to that person that's making 12 I can't pay 20 You know? Well, it can't I, be done. <sighs> Yeah, well, you're going. Everybody's going. I guess you put everybody on fifteen. Well, they go to fifteen. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you, and you and you lose instead of eight. Now you got six. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. five. Yeah. Maybe you might do five. Yeah, it just depends on how it works. Out. John and Cropwell. John, go if, ahead. If there's another way to do this, I wish some business owner would enlighten us. Hey, hey yeah, John, go ahead. Thirty seconds. You talking to me, Rick? If your name is no. John from Cropwell, yes. Okay. John, you demand. All right. Hey, Bubba, while ago, I'm an old fart, okay? While yep. ago, you were talking about minimum wage people competing for the job. The problem with that is, I'm going to get off my soapbox real quick, nobody wants to compete for a job anymore. It goes back to a participation damn trophy. When you go to work, work. But we didn't raise our kids to do it. I raised mine, but people don't raise Yeah, it's yeah there's a lot of people that are not really rushing to get a job. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the incentives are too busy protesting. Yeah, the, the the concept of getting after it is is a lost concept. And I've noticed too that if you don't go out and work, and you lay around the house all day, you have more energy to go out and get in trouble at night. Yes, you do. Boy, do you, Chris and Huntsville? Thirty seconds. Go ahead. Yes, uh, I heard y'all talking about free education stuff. <laughs> I just want to say that you know nobody really thinks about their state national guard. Like for example, the Alabama national guard, which I've been in for eleven years. It pays $5,464 per semester directly to your college. 
on top of a monthly drill check, on top of if you're in an ROTC program, you come out making a thousand dollars a month for a part-time job, getting paid to go to school, and getting your school paid for. And nobody's exploring that, but they're complaining about free school, and they won't just take the step. Well, and think about: don't we need people in the military and people in the National Guard? What would be the incentive for me to go in the National Guard if I've got a government thing paying for my college already that doesn't have anything right. to do with National? Yeah. Guard? Yeah, if I can get it paid for without having yeah. to actually do something. Uh, Brett in Birmingham, 104.7 WZZK. Brett, 30 seconds, go. All right, while this is not a perfect analogy, I think there are parallels to be drawn. The Raising the minimum wage helps those at the bottom, right? What really we're doing is no child left behind again. All you're doing is hurting the kids at the top that are at, getting after it every day. You're not really helping the kids at the bottom. You're just stopping everybody else. You, yeah, you know, yeah, I, I, the, I really am not familiar with the details of No Child Left Behind enough to, to actually comment on it. Well, I mean, I've heard this and that, mm-hmm. but I really don't I don't know the full work. I've, I've heard from teachers that, that were not fans of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, 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 they said that it, um, it, it looked good on paper and it felt good, but its implementation, mm-hmm. as most government programs, was not very good. Yeah, a study in 2019 <laughs> that said yeah, that yeah. a minimum wage of $15 an hour would, would roughly cut about a, a 1.3 million jobs. So the very people you're trying to help are going to lose their job. Hank in Columbus, Georgia. Hank, go ahead, 30 seconds. Yeah, in order to get the governors not to close things down again, we'll say they uh, shut things down and 25% of the, the state is shut down as a result. If, if, if each state, every person who's paid by the state would also reduce, have their income reduced by 25% on their paycheck. I think the governors would uh, would think awful hard about shutting down the economy. Well, it's it, you, you found in these shutdowns that sadly, and you make a good point, that governors were more concerned about political propaganda than they were about the citizens of their state. Because the, the famous follow the science bunch, the science seems to indicate that if you shut everything down, all it did was hurt the economy and cost people businesses and jobs. It did nothing. It, it didn't help the numbers either. It didn't help the numbers at all. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.